When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good evening, everyone. It is episode 32 of FPL Black Box. I have just driven at the speed of light back from the FPL show to be here with Mark, who was a special guest. So we got to do a weird little black box thing on, on the FPL show. That was fun. It was quite uh, nice, wasn't doing, it? Mark? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I thought you were going to get to ask me a question. I was dreading that because I thought you'd throw me a curveball, but you didn't get the chance, did you? No, I did like your, um, your Hall of Fame picks, though. I had um, you picked uh, Michu and Taylor, right, from mm, Bolton. Yeah, which well, I Matt, thought Matt Taylor from Portsmouth solid. originally. Which from Portsmouth, was, sorry. Yeah, yeah so that's yeah. my first season playing the game as well. Two thousand six, oh seven. Yeah, I was thinking of mine. Um, I, my first two I thought of were uh, this is FPL Hall of Fame, by the way, which mm. which Mark asked. My first thoughts were Van Persie and Lampard. Yeah, I, I think I think you basically went for the budget ones, which was interesting. Yeah, I, I, I was I went straight for the premiums. I think basically there's a lot of like classic names like, you know, the Shearers and, and the Van Persies, like you say, Fabregas. These players have got to be in there. But I thought I'd pick two yeah, perhaps names that people wouldn't. Uh, and Michu, we still go on about Michu, don't we? Whenever a new player arrives in the Premier League, we always go, oh, is this the new Michu? It's the new Michu. Mm. New Michu. Yeah. Never, right. Never quite found the new Michu, have we? Um, but yes, it's um, it's been a funny one because we've been seeing other podcasts behind our back. Uh, backs, haven't we? We've kind of been, mm, yeah. You were on, uh, you were on the Wolf Pod. I was on Happy we're in an Hour. Open relationship, it seems. So it, it does, yeah. So, <laughs> tell me, when you were with Mode, were you thinking of me at all? <laughs> oh my god, this is got, this has got weird. Uh, we did talk about you actually. I said, yeah. I said some quite nice things about you to, yeah. to Andy. Um, yeah, he was. It, it was. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, with with Andy. he's he's good, isn't he? He's very good. He at, is. It was a bit of a loving thing. at the end of your wolf pod, though. I did think when you start. Mm, going, I've had a few. Yeah, I've had a few people sort of complain about that, but mm, you know, it's not enough love around, is there? So no, I suppose not. But it did. Love. It, it did get me a little bit jealous. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're we're on a we're on a pod together uh, on Tuesday, aren't we? We're on we're on uh, we're on one bonus pod. Yeah, we are. Yeah. So. Yep. The, uh, the swinging of the content creators. We're the swingers, aren't we? We're just like seeing other people and then going on together. It's a bit, it's a bit exotic. This is, it? this is an image no one needs. No, no one needs. No, no, no. It's a, it's a bit of a, bit of a dark start to the, to this episode. Um, should we get on with the, uh, with the game weeks and talk about that? Because, oh, be you've got, you've got something else up your sleeve though, before we look at our teams, haven't you? 
Yeah, well, um, you know, the FPL community, oh, I'm, I'm going to do another loving, so you might not like yeah, it. Yeah, I know. But I know. Y- you have to admit, I mean, this is your first season in the FPL like, Twitter sphere. Mm. And it's a pretty amazing place, right? There's, you know, amazing content creators. You've got like nice people chatting, all this kind of stuff. Um, and then you've got someone like FPL Pig, who comes along, a really, really talented singer. And he decides every week he's going to do like a game week roundup. So I just want to get his name out there because if you haven't followed him or or listened to his stuff, have a listen to this. This is this is for the well, previous it, game week. It is absolutely crazy because we we live in this Twitter bubble and we think everyone's seen this, but they probably haven't, have they? So no. we, it's about time we shared it because this is the fifth one he's done. There are four more out there, but we won't say any more. Let's just hand you over to this because it is quite a beautiful moment, I think. It is. I couldn't believe must have been a dream that Chris Wood from Burnley scored three in one half and ruining all of a wolf's clean sheets. Brighton fans made a lot of sense. Sheffield United have no offense. McGoldrick did not seem to care about any of that. Absolutely brilliant. How good, how good is that? It's um, it's almost too good, isn't it? I mean, that's the thing. It's like when I heard there was someone doing song, when I listened to the first one, I was like, oh, yeah, okay. But his voice is, is incredible. Really, really strong. Yeah, and I love the lyrics, like, you know, yeah. for the, the rhyming he does and, and the, the, the actual playing of the, the keyboard. Absolutely genius. So FPLP, if you don't follow him on, on Twitter, follow him immediately. He's it, doing it, one every week. Yeah. It's pig, it's pig underscore FBL, isn't it? At pig underscore FBL, I believe. Is pig, it, yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, don't um, follow the wrong FPL pig. And now we're, we're you know, he's the official song of the show. So we're just going to feature it every week, right? Before anyone else got yep. there, we've claimed it. So pig's ours. Sorry about that. Other content Right, creators. so now I've got a song for my game week. No. <laughs> no that would be bad. Don't, <laughs> don't ever think you can do the same. Don't try, try and follow that. <laughs> this, this is it. It's like, I'm sure there are people out there going, oh yeah, I'll have a go at that. And then they listen to that and go, oh, no, I think I won't bother with that, actually. Did you know FPL Matt? He, he, he's he been doing the, um, you yeah. know, he's doing like the uh, the piss takey versions of it. They're funny as well. Yeah, we won't be playing <laughs> them. curtains. No, I know. <laughs> no, definitely I, I love not. a curtain, mate. That's fine. I love that. As you might have noticed <laughs> in previous episodes. Um, yes, should we talk about our game weeks now? I'm, I'm so emotional; it's, it's quite difficult. But yeah, let's um, let's do that. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know how we how we carry on, but let's let's give it a go. Yeah. So your team coming up there now, um, fifty six. It's a green arrow. Yeah. yeah. Talk us through it, as it's all right. Mendy in goal, kept him. All these all these scaremongers saying he wasn't going to start. I wasn't worried. Said that last week. It was all fine. I said that, didn't I? Uh, he did. Yeah. Um, Trent, captain, we'll talk about him in a sec. Uh, Castagne, ah, oh, what, a, what, a, what a transfer, what a goal, what a, ah, oh, just, just, just wonderful. Just one of those FPL moments where Ian Acho passes it to the marauding right back who you've just brought in and he smashes it in, just, wow, you know, lovely. Uh, Cody, the exact opposite. Uh, probably the worst performance I've ever seen in the Premier League. Can we talk about <laughs> I mean, Chris Wood at this point? Yeah, I think, well, I've, we were talking about, um, I mean, David Monday was on the show with me tonight. He's got him in Has his he? team. 
Joe's got 20 him. 20 points. Joe's bloody got him as well, I know. Um, I guess we do need to talk about him. Well, I but... know you're a keen admirer of Mr. Wood's work, aren't you? No, you're not. I mean, 20 points. 20 points. It's just absolute. I mean, I, I've honestly never seen a worse defence than, than Wolves. The amount of chances they were giving, they were falling over the ball. They had no identity, cohesion, anything. And it's made me think I don't want him. I just don't want Cody anymore. I, it's, I, I, it's I need to somehow get back to Dallas. It's funny though, because before we were talking down the Wolves defence and saying they were conceding chances. I can't remember what, what the player and team we backed when they went to Wolves. It was somebody. Oh, it was West Ham. Yeah, we were saying that they could get something at, at Wolves. And then they had a run of a few clean sheets. And there was mm. people in the community going, there you go. It's, now they're back to free at the back. It's all fine. But then it just absolutely collapsed at home to Burnley, which is not the fixture you'd expect. I was worried. I thought clean sheets all round for Wolves defenders, but no. Well, it, it, it went back to the, uh, the West Ham match, didn't it? When, when West Ham just, just mm. walked through them. Lingard just picked up the ball at like the, you know, the halfway line and just dribbled past their entire defence. Uh, you saw that and you thought, oh, is this a good idea investing in them? And like you say, then they play Fulham and Sheffield United, who I think were bad and they were that was a good time to invest in them mm. but I don't I don't particularly trust them in any, anything I mean after West Brom Brighton, Spurs Everton, United they're not keeping clean sheets in any of those I don't mm. think No No it was just, it's, Nuno's teams yeah we've said we've talked a lot about Wolves inconsistency but so Cody's going to go for you is he on the running over the, at some point Yeah probably not this week but mm. he's he's on thin ice that's, that's for sure Okay get your uh, midfield then go on yeah, sorry. So, uh, and then Rudiger with an eight, which was yeah. nice. So Rudiger and Mendy, you know, both didn't do much of me last week, but came in. Uh, midfield, Salah, Fernandez, Greenwood, who I brought in. A little bit disappointing. I mean, nil-nil, didn't see that. I thought it was going to be like 4-3. Leeds were great. I'm sure we'll talk about them in a bit. Yeah, yeah. Jota, massive disappointment. Lingard, disappointing. And the mighty Iheanacho, who I've always said is the greatest player. And my Leicester fan, friend. Friend. Leicester friend. He's always said he's great and... What yeah, a goal. No, I know. Oh, pop. I mean, he's just on. He's just on one, isn't he? So confident. He's on one. Just, yeah, absolutely. And, and going back it. to Castagna, I got away with that one because I was going to do Alonso to Castagna for a hit, but I didn't because I thought, what I'll do, well, let's get to my team. What I'll do is I'll rely on Holding and, and Dallas and um, hope they do something. And one of them did. Dallas got the clean sheet, like you said, against United. Leeds just look solid, didn't they? They just look really solid, oh, didn't yeah. they? It's quite strange. They've just absolutely transformed as a team they're not offering as much in attack obviously but mm. defensively and Melier suddenly looks like the keeper to get if if you were looking for a cheaper yeah. keeper a cheaper keeper I love that um, keeper, nice. and Dallas I mean Dallas could have scored he had a chance he had a shot on target he's he's, a, he's very out for the running I'm very pleased I kept him mm. so if I'd have gone minus four to get Castagna I'd have been one point worse off right? and I wouldn't have Alonso <laughs> for this week so I got away with that just because You've, yeah, yeah. It's when Castagna like scored, I was worried. I was because when when Leicester conceded, I was rubbing my hands with glee, as you can imagine, <laughs> gloat, gloat, super gloat. Um, but uh, then when Castagna scored, a little bit worried. But luckily, there wasn't another return. I got. It's all about that right side. It's oh, all yeah. about that right side. If if he if he plays on the right, he's a good option. If he plays on the left, he's not. Simple. So it's bad news for Pereira, isn't it? I mean, who would tip Pereira as a differential for the run in? Hey, who would do that? God, who'd write an article about him? No, Jesus, I mean what? Two and a half thousand words, something like that. Anyway, but who would do that? Um, hey. so, <laughs> <laughs> um, so holding got me two. Alexander Arnold two. Uh, Rudiger eight. Dallas the six. Sanchez in goal two. I should have played Mendy instead of Sanchez. See, that's that's three of the Sanchez points that I fluked back straight away, isn't it? Three of the 
with the 11. Did he get 11? Nine anyway, the week before. Salah captain, played safe there. Uh, Dullard captain, Lingard, Jota, Fernandez, Calvert-Lewin. Nothing happening with those four. And then Nacho comes in for me as well. So a pretty average week. I did well because I didn't take a hit and everybody around me mm. seemingly took hits. I mean, I went up yeah, about... I got a- yeah, I got about a 5k rank increase. Yeah. You know, just looking at live FPL straight away. I was like, take that. Yeah, I heard you say that on the pod with Mode. Yeah. Sorry, not bitter. But yeah. <laughs> My best friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Um, so, you, yeah, I mean, I'm happy with it. Very happy because I went into the game thinking I'll take a small red because I just don't want to take a hit and I don't know what I'm going to get. I don't like my line. I knew Rafina wasn't going to turn up. I knew Alonso wasn't going to turn up, so I was very happy with the small green. And uh, I look a bit stronger for this week, but we'll get onto that. We'll get onto that later on. By the way, Rafinha, uh, as, I, don't, I don't know if you've uh, had this tasty brew dog beer, but uh, I can heartily recommend it. Vegas, <laughs> What's baby. Vegas, remember? Oh, Vegas. I yeah, yeah. I thought you'd got some sponsorship. No, not right yet. I'm, try, I'm trying to win their competition, which is a trip to, oh, two, yeah, to dog, Vegas. Oh, imagine. That we, that we imagine a stream ended. from Vegas. Yeah. So we've been on on Twitter going, oh yeah, we'd stream live from the bar, Mr. Brewdog. I, I think, have they drawn the winners yet? I don't know, maybe. If we win it now, it looks really soft, doesn't it? But we can't do that. No. <laughs> anyway. Can't uh, wait though. No, no, it'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah, enough of the sponsorship. Mm. Uh, the Great and the Good League, sponsored by Brewdog. No, not really. Um, <laughs> so the Great and the Good League. I've got a 10-point lead on Fabio now, but I'll tell you what, there's a certain person in third. I've heard he's quite useful. Um, bit of a bright lad. Magnus Carlsen, who is... Um, only, what's he, 30 behind, 30 behind, but uh, no, he's 40 behind. 40 is quite a buffer. Right? Why am I worried about him? Well, I'm worried about him because he's got a free hit and a bench boost. Mm. Yeah. So um, what do you think of Magnus's chances of catching me? Yeah, I mean, oh, no, I think, I think you've, you know, you, you've always said if you were at this level and you had a 40 point lead. You'd, Did I? You know, you'd see what? it out. Yeah, you're like, oh, if I was winning FPL and I had a 40 point lead, I'd be smashing everyone. Did I I'd, say, I'd no if problem. I was beating the best chess player in the world by 40 points, I'd reckon I'd beat him. Did I ever say that? You just did. So that's the soundbite. Done. Oh. Uh, you'll be fine. Yeah, you you're fine. I mean, you, you haven't messaged him yet though, have you? No, I'm kind of hoping that he starts beating me and then that would be a good time to message him. Say, oh, Magnus, you've gone above me. Do you fancy coming on Black Box, maybe? <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, yeah. Dan- Daniel Bedford has just put in the chat, uh, Magnus has a strong end game. <laughs> that's a good point so that's a very good yeah, point very yeah. good point yeah. my yep. pawns feel vulnerable at this moment in time is that, is that a chess thing yeah that's alright no, mm, no? Yeah, <laughs> <I guess>. mm. <laughs> fair enough but yeah I am worried about him I am worried about him because he's um, he knows what he's doing so mm, me and Fabio yeah, are kind of unlike you on the yeah well okay I, <laughs> but I don't like it's like when you're at the top you're there to be shot at so I'm a, a little bit worried um, talking of being shot at Joe's after you only four points behind now. I know. Now. Mm. Bloody Chris Wood. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Did 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 uh, Joe mention Chris Wood on the Scoutcast this week? Me thinks he might have done, but uh... <laughs> of course, of course. Of yeah. course. Did David mention Chris Wood on the FPL show? Hmm. <laughs> Maybe did a he? couple Just of a times. Little bit. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. But you can't blame the them. captains. You can't no, blame. Look at the captains this week. Salah, Salah's all rounds. A couple mm. of Inachos. Fair enough. And then, I mean, Joe as well. Going for Inacho was 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 a good shout. Mm. I, I I had that kind of feeling a bit. That I had with um, that I had with Trossard. I looked at Salah and I just thought, I'm not really feeling this with, with Fabinho going back in defence and Thiago playing. I just and then he scored in like a few minutes. And oh. I was like, oh no, <laughs> oh no! And then the, the end, the end. You know, Trent's on for free bonus and, yeah. and match him. They score that goal disallowed. 
I'm celebrating, and then they then they score another you, one, and a few people message me like, "Ah, you must be gutted." And I was like, "No, fine." Were you celebrating yeah. Newcastle's goal being disallowed? Were you? A little, a little bit, oh. yeah, a little bit. I mean, Trent was lucky but, to stay on. He, he pushed, he pushed Wilson. It's a penalty and an off, wasn't it? No. Do you not think? <laughs> got away with that. Could have been, a, oh, could have been a red and some minus points, but. Um, I've got Trent as well. I don't know why I'm talking it up. I wouldn't want him out for the next game. But yeah, I mean, Newcastle were would have been unfortunate not to get a point from that. But how many chances though? Liverpool lost. Mm. I mean, I mean, I mean, Salah had a one on one, and then he had one in the second half, which he just casually put wide, like he couldn't be bothered. And Jota had four or five chances. It was just same old story. This is what I mean. There's still something. There's, there's, What's going it's on? Just not not there, is it? Something just not clicking and. What, it's annoying because the fixtures are so good. Yeah. But what is it? It's. I think. I think it's just. A, it's just a lack of confidence stemming from a poor season. Mm. And I, I wouldn't. You know. I wouldn't be surprised if. If. The, if next season it, it completely turned around and they came back fine. A bit like Leicester, right? Leicester towards the end of last season, just completely, pretty much forgot how to play football, didn't they? They were losing all the time. They go into the crunch match against United, put on a terrible performance. Then the next season starts and they they've started well and now they're looking like they're going to finish it. But so, it's, it's Salah, like you score that goal, that fantastic mm. goal on the turn, and then he misses two more straightforward situations. It's very strange. It's an, it's it's incredibly annoying. And Mane again, Firmino was poor, really. Jota had a bad game. He had chances at least, but he had a bad game. I don't know. I don't know what to make of them because yeah, I mean, I'm heavily invested with the three players, as are you are as well, right? So mm. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to get uh, over the running. The fixtures say we're going to get positive and, and good returns but the, the the output we're seeing uh especially at Anfield is just alarming but uh let's see let's see what we get um so uh a Krellin catch-up uh that should have its own theme tune really we'll get pig on that um so it, all he's done really is just knock out 33 it's the same it's the same scenario we're going with at the moment we we were hoping we'd get something today it looks like it looks like it could be tomorrow now do you think do you think as that the Premier League would do it again and bang it out right <laughs> on deadline. Do you think they'd do that again? Yes. Do you? Oh, God, that would be awful. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, you know, it, it worked so well last time. Uh, why wouldn't they? Why, if it happens again. Everyone off again. If it happens again, would you put it down to coincidence? Uh, no. No, no, no. I, I, yeah, it was it was very split, wasn't it? I, I've, I've asked a few people if they thought the last one was, was coincidence, the double gaming announcement, and... I think the majority of people sided with you and kind of said, nah, it probably was done deliberately mm. for this. I, st- I, st- I don't know. Surely not. Sure, surely. The, the only thing is, there's a, there's a blackout, isn't it? So they can't, right? So there's a social media blackout, right? Of course, at 3pm. Mm. So what am I thinking? So it's got to be before 3pm, surely. Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah, good point. I mean, I guess it has. I mean, there's no reason why they can't put it out on their website and not tweet it, I guess. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. They know. You're the guy with the phone. I know. What, what, what are you, you going to do? change their you know. number. They must be using a new burner. My burner's not working. I'll have to get a new one. Um, it just blocked you, Mark. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I I don't know. I, I, I kind of hope it's going to work. If it arrives at three, we've got a couple of hours to kind of suss out whether this scenario from Ben was the outcome. I mean, this is what we think. This is what he thinks, rather. 70% certainty reckons. So we'll refer back to this throughout the show because it is, at the moment, all we've got to plan with. And it's it been right. It'll be right. Yeah. Yeah, I've got every faith in him, but it's just that we, we could, I'm not going to make transfers according to this until it's confirmed. That's the thing. We, we're only really 
We're still uncertain. It's, I'm on 10 to hooks for tomorrow. We'll see what happens, shall we? Um, should we look at some data as we like now and again do? Um, we're going to skirt through some of this quite quickly because what we're going to look at tonight is specifically Bruno, uh, Jota, uh, a bit of a bit of Spurs as well. We're going to look at Spurs, of course, because um, Son is in the equation for Bruno. Bruno out, and we're going to talk a lot about Bruno. Um, but let's just touch on some team data. Um, some things I picked out here. Um, just look on that top table. This is defensive data over the season. Look at the minutes per big chance conceded. Look how far ahead City and Chelsea are for big chances conceded. Like, you know, considerably ahead of Brighton in third place. Um, and I think it's Spurs, 61.9 minutes per big chance conceded, uh, are, are fourth, I think, in this table. But, you know, Manchester City, 95.8 minutes per big chance conceded. And Chelsea, 82.5 minutes, but big chance conceded. Those two defences, so far and away, the most superior mm. in the league. Uh, and it's just unfortunate we can't really go with City over the running because of the rotation. Um, because there's gonna, it's going to... I mean, who knows what they're going to play at the weekend after that first leg. Um, does Diaz play? Laporte probably does. The Stones... Well, you, you're guessing, aren't you? But Chelsea have got tough fixtures... And we've got three of their defenders. I mean, I'm going in with three at the weekend at home to Fulham. Not sure I'm going to take three beyond that, though. Uh, I guess with Rudiger and Mendy, though, you, you hold them over the course, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, do you, they, they played identical team, right, in the in the Champions League to what they played in, in the last game against West Ham. So there's going to be changes. Well, Havertz sure, will come in. Havertz will come in up front. Rudiger's played seven mm. in a row, I think. There will, there will, be, there will be changes in defence. I've, I have absolutely no doubt. I, I, I think they could, I think they'll see this, this Fulham game as being a bit of a, a free hit. Mm. <laughs> um, I think, I think Mendy will start. I don't, I don't think Rudiger will. No. I don't think Chilwell will. I think Alonso no. will come back in. Yeah. I'm banking on that. Reese James yeah. will start. Mm. Uh, so I think yeah. Aspi Croletta will either move to one of the three or drop out altogether, I guess. I mean, well, he had, he had his rest, didn't he, a little while ago? So. He did. The, the issue with Rudiger being rested, obviously Zuma will come in, is that um, do they play Thiago in this game? And then again, can he play three games in a row like that? Because I would have thought he would be more inclined to rest than Rudiger maybe, even though Rudiger's been flogged. You kind of think that Thiago, as the older statesman, elder statesman, yeah, elder statesman, will be the one rested? No? Don't agree with that? I think I think it would be Azpi, Zuma and Christensen. Right. Would be my guess because I think Christian had Christensen had a rest recently as well. Yep. Yeah, that's, um, that rings but, true. He got he got sent off, didn't he? Did he yeah, get sent off? He did. Yeah, he missed a game for the suspension. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Or, or no, Thiago did. Thiago missed, missed the game. So he's. A, oh yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. No. Sorry. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think Chris, Christian played. Christian came off early in one game and didn't play the next one. I think he got an injury, didn't he? I think he. Yeah, he got a little injury, but you know, it's kind of a rest in it. So you think that those three with Reese James and Alonso will be the five? Against yeah. Fulham? Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, so it's a shame that the top two defences for the running, <laughs> we are going to see rotation in those two continuing. So I guess with Rudiger and Mendy, Rudiger's cheap, isn't he? But I'm not holding Alonso beyond this game because this will probably, yeah, to be it, won't it, for him? Um, going further down, uh, interesting ahead of this game week, obviously Leicester go to Southampton. And um, Southampton defence is not as bad as I thought it was. It's got mid-table. In terms of minutes per chance, they're not actually too bad at all. 8.4 is actually superior to a lot of teams, including United. So over the season, they haven't conceded a lot of chances, but when they do concede chances, they're fairly good quality. So their minutes per big chance, 40.6. So 
what do you make of, I mean, are you, I mean, are you going to go Kane captain, of course, but what do you make of Leicester's prospects at Southampton? I mean, they've struggled there before. They only scored nine the last time. So I was going to, I was yeah. going to say, can we go this podcast without mentioning the no, nine nil? Not really. But, <laughs> but I mean, obviously that's not going to happen again. Um, but they do have injuries to Bertrand, I believe. Ings is mm. out. And, you know, Ings affects the whole team. Do you see Leicester getting two or three goals? Because they weren't that impressive, I didn't think, against Palace, Leicester. No, they weren't. I mean, Vardy had, had a couple of chances really early, didn't he? I remember watching that game about three minutes in. Um, I'm in a, um, a cup uh, that, that I set up in this league and the guy I was playing needed eight points from Vardy to go through. Mm. Otherwise, I'd win. And he obviously, I, he didn't, so I went through. Uh, but the first three minutes, I was like, well, that could have been that. <laughs> it was... It was horrible to watch. And then after that, he just did nothing. Absolutely nothing. Uh, it's, it's really strange. And, and it, it really did rely on, on the brilliance of Iheanacho to, to salvage something from that. Because the, the way he's leading the line now and, and you know, the confidence he's got and, and everything, almost like a one-man team <laughs> with, with, with Iheanacho at the helm. It's, I never, ever thought I'd, I'd say that. So no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not completely blown away by them. I don't think they're they're going to be a team that, that scores lots of goals, but I do have faith in Inacho. Mm. And I think Leicester I think Leicester will win and I think they'll get two and I think Inacho will be involved. Mm. What what do you I mean it's interesting because I was I was on a I was on another pod this week as well as uh, I can do it too. And I was talking about um, I was talking about Vardy in particular. And I, I, my theory is Vardy's actually been affected a little bit by Inacho's form. Uh, and mm. it was um, it was Wes on double up who, who who noted that when Inacho scored that goal, Vardy kind of kicked the ball into the net almost out of frustration. You can read a lot into that, of course, but I do think that Vardy's own form is getting to him. He doesn't resent Inacho, I don't believe, but I think he is like struggling because you know he's getting assists and he's got I think he's got thirteen assists this season, which shows you a bit about mm. how his role might have changed a bit. But he is just not looking anywhere near as threatening as Ian Atcher at the moment, is he? I think you saw, I think you saw the shift in, in his role in, in that match. Because right. I think right at the start of the game, they launched direct balls that Vardy was chasing. And that's why he had two good opportunities really quickly. And then as the match went on and they started struggling more against Palace, you know, with Zaha and, and then they got the goal, they reverted back to how they've been playing, which was, I think, Vardy operating a little bit deeper and almost being a kind of a bit more of a creative... Because... You know, the, the, the tactic of launch the ball to Vardy, which is his most effective yeah. way of, of playing with him, they can't they can't do with so so much with Inacho there because they I think they want to give the ball to Inacho's feet or pass it into space for him to run onto. Because it makes sense, because why wouldn't you? It's the same with Lingard. When you've got a player like that, your team looks to them to to create something and to do something. And if that isn't Vardy, why would you pay ten point three million for him when you could have when you could have Inacho and Castagna? I just think that I just think they're they're Easily the best two options in that team. Mm. And I think Matt, you could add Madison in there for a bit of a punt. But mm. those two, for me, are okay. Yep. No, fair enough. Um, going back to the defensive data, in the last four matches, what I picked out here was Everton's defence showing a few shoots of recovery. Uh, minutes per big chance over the last four, 120, which is as good as Chelsea's. Um, and the minutes per actually conceded 88.0, which is, you know, um, seventh overall, sixth, seventh overall. So, while over the season they've been disappointed defensively, they're showing a little bit of form, which is interesting going into that potential double game because Everton, of course, according to Ben's theory, will have a double in 35 and will also play in 36, one of four teams that have that set up. Um, so I like to see that. Uh, whether it's a narrative I can go with, I don't know. Alonso to Dina is 
probably going to be my transfer going into 35 if the doubles turn out the way we expect. Um, but the Everton defence is just, I mean, no, Everton, no, it's not. you can't rely on it, can you? <sighs> yeah. And, and Jules mentioned on the pod today, you look at the home matches Everton have got and they're their easier ones. Mm. And you almost want their easier fixtures to be the away ones because yeah. they're, they're bloody useless at home. Uh, I, uh, I, it's, I'm finding it really, really hard to get excited about about Everton assets and and Dina in particular. I mean, we've both just been so disappointed with him when, we, when we've had him in our teams, haven't we? Um, but he he would he would be the one I'd get if I was going to get Everton. Yeah, player, I mean, I think but... I think that's what I'm going to do. I mean, but being part of that is of course the Bruno situation, which we're going to look at later on. Just this... just to say quickly, Mark, mm. uh, lots of nice comments in the chat tonight. People being very very nice to very us. Polite. Um, New haircut all around, yeah. Yeah, no, I was going to say that you're getting lots of compliments about your, your haircut. You're saying well, that you let's look, face it, it could have been younger. difficult to improve on the look I had previously, which was um, <laughs> pretty <laughs> awful. Say anything. Well, I mean, uh, I don't, we have, we, it was down to lockdown. I didn't choose to have that, um, that haircut situation. I'd like to point that out, but yes. Mm. Uh, just, and just one comment saying that they missed the, the cat ears. I, do, I also miss the cat ears quite a lot. Yeah, I've corrected that. Yeah, yeah, that's a real Look, shame. No, no action on the spider watch at the moment, but keep keeping peeled for that. Um, so attacking <laughs> data, what I want to pick out here is that last four matches. Look at that, Newcastle top. Newcastle top of the attacking what data, the earth? last four matches. Minutes per XG, 41.9, the highest of any team over the last four matches, ahead of Liverpool and 42.0 minutes. Um, it's so maximum, isn't it? He's just absolutely ignited them. And he was exciting at Anfield, wasn't he? He looks a threat. He really, I mean, you know, talk, we're going to talk later about Jota replacements and Mafina's still out, it seems. Sam Maxman's 5-1. Not tempted. I do wonder that he's that kind of player that looks absolutely brilliant but doesn't really translate it to, to FPL returns. Um, actually, the player I'm looking at at Newcastle is Wilson. Really? Because... Well, he is a player that translates into FPL returns. And mm. if he's alongside St. Maximan, you've got to think that he's going to, you know, St. Maximan stretches the defences and it's going to be Wilson that, that puts the ball in. Um, so no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not looking at St. Maximan. I, I think he's amazing. I think he's by far, you know, well, maybe him and Wilson are, are by far the best players in, in that Newcastle side. Yeah. Um, and that's the reason why they've struggled so much for ages because they, they've both been injured. Um, but no, I, I don't, I don't see enough from him as being having having that proper end product. Is he going to get me a couple of goals? Is he going to get me a couple of assists? Wilson, though, possibly, especially mm. with these stats. I didn't I didn't know Newcastle were that good. Yeah, it's surprising to see them flying that high. I mean, it, and now we, when we look at a Newcastle fixture, we have to expect them to score. So I've got Holding this week. Who ordinarily you think, well, hey, you can play Holding at Newcastle. There could be a chance for a clean sheet. I think there's very little chance, to be honest. I mean, you know, Arsenal, I think they've been bumped tonight. It was 2-0 when I last looked. So they're going to have that on their second leg in their mind anyway. Oh, they're awful. Yeah. They're so, awful. I mean, not only not only is their, like, play style bad, but the amount of individual mistakes they make. I mean, look at Leno for that Everton goal. I don't know what he was doing. Oh, I mean, Arteta must just be tearing his hair out. Like, it's, it's just, you know, you, you, can, you can legislate for, like, bad play like you can say okay I'll tell you should be getting more from these players or whatever but when your goalkeeper is just doing something like that in an even game what what can you do mm. well also on his table look at Burnley look 7th 6th overall no 7th overall over the last 4 uh, for minutes per XG 55.9 they are a different animal these days I mean Woods 
Woods Hatchick aside, I've watched them recently and they do seem to offer a bit more going forward, don't they? A bit more ambition. Yeah, well, I, again, this is one of those ones I can't explain it because they're not safe, are they? Or at least when this happened, they weren't safe. Um, and it's very un-Burnley-like. Un and I don't really know why this has happened. Um, but there is definitely something better about them. Like they, like I thought Burnley Wolves was going to be, as you'd like to say, the garden centre game. Yeah, I thought it was just going to be, this is going to be drab, this is going to be boring. And then I was, I was watching it, I was just like, oh my God, this it's is... It's end-to-end, wasn't it? End-to-end, there's mistakes, there's great finishing, there's, you know, McNeil, Dwight McNeil, he's, he is such a player. Um, you know, and you look, you look at him, his, his, the relationship he's got with, with Wood as well. It's just... Yeah, it's it's really good. So, fair play to them for for managing to unlock that. Will it continue? Surely not. West Ham this week. Um, yeah, it's interesting because the West Ham defense is is no great shakes at the moment with Rice out. They'll have well, Babuena's back, but um, and is Dawson back from his suspension? Yes, he'll be back as well. So mm. they're, they're reinforced, but Rice missing is a, is a big loss still. So I think you've got to, I mean, I fancy Burnley to score again. I think it would be an interesting tussle that because Burnley are stronger at home, so they're not going to give up too much. But I've gone for a few goals, as you'll see in the predictions later. So Burnley, mm. yeah, we've got to rethink. I mean, if you're holding wood, you hold him, don't you? I mean, going into that game. Sorry, what? You're holding wood. Careful, careful. Let's not go there again. Um, you would uh, you would keep him. That should we say, that's a bit safer. You would keep mm. wood so to speak, for um, the West Ham game. Is that better? Oh, dearie me. So it's the late night, as isn't it? It's the late night and the Red Bull has got to I know. you. Yeah. I've had, honestly, I've had two massive cans of Red Bull. I've got all right. See, I prefer the Brewdog. Uh, oh, sorry, we've done that one, haven't we? Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, you would, you would keep your Burnley attackers, I think, at the moment. And Vidra. Vid didn't... Vidra's annoying, isn't it? Yeah, you nearly got him and you went for Davis instead. Yeah, but thing. I mean, you'd be, you'd be annoyed if you had him and yeah. played him, you know, against Wolves and, and you see Wood rack up a hat-trick and an assist. So I'm, I'm kind of glad I don't have him. He I, I got his buddy Keenan Davis and he scored on yeah. my bench. Hmm. Yeah. He's not supposed to score. He's supposed to just be a 4.2 strike by never play. But Watkins put it on the plate with that clear 100% assist. So, you know, what can you expect? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why you've got the thing in the back. Oh, you don't, oh, you can't see it on no, the stream. No, it says, yeah, I don't own Watkins. Yeah. Mark's yeah. got a little uh, a little um, te glowing text thing which says, I don't own Watkins. Just want to point that wondering. out, you know. I just, yeah, no reason yeah. in particular. But <laughs> clear assist. It was a clear assist. I'm not going to go there again. I did that on one of the other pods this week. Uh, anyway, uh, what else I wanted to point out here, look at Leicester and West Ham in this table. Last four matches, no great shakes, the attack, which is a bit worrying as an owner of Lingard and Ian Acho. Ian Acho will score anyway. Um, but, you know, that, what you said about them going to Southampton and, and will they score two or three goals a game? I don't think they will. I mean, this, the data recently suggests that they're not going to rout any team. And without Ian Acho, they might well be struggling for goals because Madison hasn't yet got back into the groove and Vardy, as we've seen, confidence isn't he'll, quite he'll there. there. Yeah, Madison. I, I, think, I, I genuinely think Madison is, is, a, is a really strong pick going forward. Do you? I think you it was think always going to be a case of waiting. I think it was always going to be a case of waiting a few weeks. Right. But... I think now now's a good time to get him. All right. And West Ham, yeah, I mean, we Not always biased. knew with Antonio missing that it was going to start telling. And obviously XG, Lingard doesn't register on the XG, so they, they, he's not going to help them in that respect. 
Um, so that's why they're struggling. So, yeah, it'd be interesting what we get from Lingard at Burnley. Um, I'm keeping him, of course, but I'm, my expectations aren't that high. Uh, quickly check in with some player data. I've highlighted some key players here. What's interesting straight away is where Nacho is now in this table. I mean, you look at Antonio, he's injured, oh, not God. really a factor. Dwight Gale, of course, is there, but it's a small sample of data, which is why he's high on minutes per XG non-penalty. So effectively, the leading player for minutes per XGI non-penalty is Ian Atro on 133.1. unbelievable. Mm. Crazy, isn't it? That's, uh, that, that's the craziest thing we've seen this season. To me. Well, you couldn't have predicted that's it. The, I mean, It's the craziest thing I've seen any season, I think. Mm. It's funny because when Gundogan had his spurt of form, I remember saying, have you ever seen a player transform mid-season? Like this, yeah. I've never seen it, and we may never see it again. <laughs> About four <laughs> weeks later, Ian actually goes, "Well, this—that's where you're on, Mister Sutton's and does exactly that. Anything Gundogan can do. Yeah, I mean, it better. has been yeah. like that. It's been a complete transformation, hasn't it? Which is yeah. odd. It has, and, and you know, we we could we could, you could sit here all night talking about about it and, and how great it's been and, and everything like that. But I, I, I don't. In, in some ways, I think it's even more amazing than the Lingard thing because Lingard. Lingard had a reputation, right, at one point of being a good player. He was playing for England, he was playing for United, starting, you know, his, his career kind of went down the pan a bit, he didn't have to trust the manager, blah, blah, blah. Ian actually was kind of like the backup City striker who did well sometimes and then went to Leicester and everyone thought, oh yeah, he might be all right. And then he wasn't for ages. And then suddenly he's this, that's on the screen. Mm. I, I, and like Gundogan, you know, Gundogan's a, a world-class player playing for Man City, you know, it's these these things can happen in a team like that. But for a team like Leicester, who are really trying to get into the top four, and for this this player to emerge at the time he's done, at a time when last season they struggled to really get over the line, and he's the one that stepped up to push this top four challenge to the end. I, I think it's I can't I can't remember anything anything quite like it happening in the, in a season. I, I think it's it's brilliant. It's hard, to, it's hard to explain. I mean, he, he did show flashes at City to, to suggest he was going to be a player for the future. I was kind of surprised they let him go. And I thought Leicester got a deal. But for a couple of seasons, it looked like he had regressed quite markedly. And I, we didn't see it coming. But I think it was pretty quick that once he got in the team and had a run of starts, I mean, that's what he was missing, I guess, that faith and that ability to know that he was going to get a start, you know, four, five, six, he, he, seven in a row. I don't, at City, he, he scored some goals, yeah. but he was the City striker, <laughs> you know? Like, I think, he, I think he left to be like, to try and prove himself, you know, to say, you know, I'm not just his backup striker, I, I can do it. And he, and he just didn't, he flopped completely. And that's, that's what's so remarkable about it. Because I think, you know, I think you could put Chris Wood in the City team and he would have done kind of what Inacho did. Inacho did well as a, as a poacher, as a, as a guy getting on the end of, of amazing delivery balls from, from players, I looked at him and thought, yeah, he's a good player there. He, otherwise, you, you don't get signed for City, you don't get signed for Leicester and all that. But I never thought he could be this talisman-type mm. player for, for a team. He has become that now, hasn't he? Um, and just highlighting, Kane has, has progressed. He's further up the table now. He's in fifth place, 147.7. His data recently has been very, very strong, as we'll see later on in the show. I want to ask you about Kane. Yeah. Oh, we're we talking about Kane later. Well, we're talking about him with, with the captaincy situation, of course. And also, I'm going to look at Son and Kane and their flat track bully ability going into the Sheffield United game. But by all means, chat away about you know, Kane. You now. Want to again? Yeah. 
So what do you make of Kane? Because I don't think he was fit for that for that final. And right. I said it last week. I said he's going to play in this final. He's got one leg. And he played. He was ineffective. He barely touched the ball. I, I don't. I, I, we know with Kane, it takes him a little while to get going after an injury. Anyway, he's got the best fixture imaginable. So we'll, we'll talk about it in the captain stuff. So obviously, I'm not saying, you know, I'm going to captain him for. You know, I'll say that right now. But I think, you know, like I mentioned in my other pods, um, <laughs> uh, if you've got, you know, if you did Kane to Vardy, like a lot of people did, like I was considering mm. briefly doing. Mm. Um, what do you do? do? Do you make that transfer back or do you just hope that Kane isn't fully rested? Because I think that's a really, really tricky decision. I'd, I'd do it, but I'd I just know it. what you think. I'd, I, I think it's difficult to take. You cannot judge Kane's performance, uh, Kane's fitness, I don't think, by that City game because he was always going to drop deep to try and help Spurs get some possession. It, it kind of went as I expected. I, it was it was kind of like a Marino performance though under Mason, wasn't it? It was kind of like they were very, yeah. very cautious. They didn't really go for it at all. And I think that's what probably got to Son in particular at the end, the frustration that they didn't really give it any, well, um, any till at all. I met I met Jamie Carragher tonight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Got, a photo, got a photo of him. Lo- lovely guy. Okay. Uh, I met uh, Roberto Martinez as well. Oh, right. Okay. Which is cool. And uh, right. Alex Scott was there, but I didn't right. get to meet her. Like Alex, she's uh, very good. Which is, which is yeah, because yeah, she, she's genuinely one of my favourite pundits, so mm. I, I would really like to meet her. Um, but the reason I mentioned Carragher was because he said that Spurs bottled that final. Mm. And I agree. Yeah, and I think they felt it too. Yeah. And, um, yeah. They didn't try. They, they, they looked like a team that was happy to lose 1-0. Mm. Yeah, I mean, City was my in- incredibly impressive, right? As they were in the in the European game as well. So it's very hard to judge any player in a game against City, I think, at the moment. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I've i got concerns about Kane a little bit, but it is Sheffield United. And, you know, Sheffield United, their defence is easily the poorest in the division. And also they're down. And so we don't know whether that's going to influence the team selection or their approach to the game. It could be that they're playing for pride and they'll put up a strong performance. They beat Brighton 1-0, but I don't think we can judge them by that. Oh. Not being funny, but I don't think we can. Oh my God, That's, was That bad. was typical Brighton, wasn't it? Right, basically. It was, <laughs> if, ever, if, ever, if ever a performance summed up Brighton this season, it's that. Yeah. Don't, honestly, don't, don't He has got no end product whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So it you was... Swine, um, as, you call, as you call me earlier. It was... Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Brighton, so, were, Brighton were absolutely awful, awful. Like the capital A. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, you've just got to back Spurs against Sheffield United. I mean, I've backed them heavily, as you'll see when we get to the score. And I've just gone for it. I, I think. Have you? Yeah, well, I have because I think. 7 0. Not quite, but, I, you know, we got it. Well, then they beat Burnley. We got that one right. So I've gone for a similar score. I, I, I do think I, I'd be confident in Kane for this week to get something. Um, no, this is all they've got. There's, they're not, they're not in any. There's no other distractions. They can still make fourth place. It seems very unlikely, but they have got good fixtures and a good run in. Hmm. If they can get momentum and results go their way, there's still a chance. They'll still think that. I do think the emotion at the club is running a bit raw at the moment. You know, Son is almost breaking down after every game at the moment. <laughs> Mason him. is the manager, and there's this suggestion that he, you know, obviously he's just. A temporary situation, but it's almost like well, the players are in charge, so we'll stick Mason as the figure. Well, they the are. Players. Yeah, right. You feel they that are. He's, not, he's not. He's not. He's not there. 
So what is it, Louise well, and Kane? He, he might as well not be there. Louise and Kane calling the shots, is it? Yeah, I imagine so. I imagine so. I imagine it's it's. I mean, I, I don't I don't understand how a what a twenty eight a twenty eight year old is gonna you know say to Bale, I want you to do this, and I want you know this is how I want us to set up. It's gonna be like Ryan, shut up. Let's just we, you know we just do what we want. You think it's like that? <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is what we don't know. I said this before. Yeah, Mason is a complete unknown quantity. We don't know what we're going to get from Spurs over the last few games. And we're going, I mean, we're possibly going to go in with Kane and Son. And, you um, you know, we're heavily backing them. So it's dangerous. You know, it, we don't know what a Ryan Mason team looks like. And we don't even know if it is his team. Your theory is it's not even his team anyway. No. Um, I, I don't. I don't at all. I mean, it's it's ridiculous to sack Mourinho just before a final, um, and and not have a not have a kind of replacement. And if you have done that, then I think giving the giving it to to Mason is to Ryan Mason is a, is a statement, and it's right. and it's saying, you know, we've got this guy internally, and it's going to be a kind of a collaborative effort within the club now to kind of work out where, how we go how we go forward from mm. here, because. You know, there are there are leaders in the team. I mean, you know, we we got remember we got um, slammed in the comments a, a little while ago because we said Kane was the captain because I was yeah, it's Louise of course, yeah. captain. But of course, Louise Louise is the captain. Mm. So they, you know, they've got Louise, they've got Kane there, like you mentioned. Mm. Now, players like Alderweireld, Hoiberg, they're, they're going to have things to say. You know, Alderweireld's come up before and said about the play style and how it's not what the players you know want and this kind of thing. You've got Hoiberg there, who's very passionate, very. You can see from his press conferences, you know, he's, he wears his heart on his sleeve a lot of the time. Mm. It's not just going to be Mason calling the shots and these players just going, okay, Ryan, we'll do whatever you want. They're, they're, it's going to be... Yeah, but mm, I do hope it's power. not Harry giving the halftime speeches, like, like come on, oh, boys, let's God. score another goal, that kind of thing, because oh that's God. basically what it is. That's isn't our it? captain for the Euros. Mm. Yay. Yeah. It's not good. So I don't know. I don't. We, we don't know what's going on internally at Spurs, but all I do know is I'm about to back them very heavily. Uh, but against Sheffield United, I can... I can accept no, well, that. I don't blame you. Mm, but, well, we'll see. Anyway, uh, name there to pick out uh, Bruno Fernandes. Still in our chart. Um, still producing good data. Um, and if we look at the last four game weeks, he's even stronger. I've got, I've got, got a good stat on, on Bruno. Have you? Yeah, one I gave you that you mm. used tonight in the show. Or no, a different no, one. I think, oh, okay. I think, I think that's well, we'll, I, get, we'll get to his data it. in a moment. But here you see further evidence. Kane, look. Over the last four matches, minutes per XGI and on penalty, 79.6. Second only to Dwight Gurl, who's had a very small sample of data, which is why he's there. So Kane and Salah, nice to see the two heavy hitters right out on top for that. So data-wise, those two are producing. Um, but obviously, you've raised the issue of Kane's fitness, of, of Ryan Mason and Spurs. And obviously, with Salah, we know that he's missing chance after chance. So it, it's difficult. And below that, Jota, 98.5. He's, he's sixth overall. Pretty good, pretty strong. So, you know, that's another player we're going to look at tonight where doubts are emerging about whether we should keep him. But like Salah, data-wise, he's producing still. So it's um, there's not any evidence there. It's, it's purely eye test yeah. that we're going on, isn't it? He, he's, he's a tricky one. And and if, if you ask me straight, shoot out Jota and Greenwood right now, I'm picking Greenwood. I, th- I think Greenwood could, could have a, a big end to the season, especially, you know, rested tonight. As well, which was which was great news mm. for me, having having brought him in. Um, I think with Jota, you've got Trent and Salah, who are who are the best options there. And Jota ha- Jota has been right, really disappointing, you, you know. And 
I do still think about that first game though when I had him and Mane could have just passed him the ball and he would have scored. And then mm. I think the narrative is a little bit different because he's at least got an attacking return since most people or a lot of people wildcarded. Um, but I'm losing, I'm losing faith in him. Okay, well let's, let's look at him next before we do, we do Bruno. Um, because of what I've got here is, is Liverpool's front four, if you like, Salamane, Yotta, and Firmino and a little season comparison. And uh, over the season, for minutes per XGI non-penalties, Salah and Mane right hand for 151.8 and 153.3 overall. Yotta not far behind though, 162.3. So he, he compares well. And if you look at just the last six game weeks, it's, you know he, he's outperforming Mane and Firmino quite comfortably and just behind Yotta. And what's interesting, if you look at the minutes over the last six game weeks, it's perfectly balanced. Salah 379, Yotta 340, Mane 356, Firmino 333. It's almost as if the four are in a rotation cycle and that's going to continue. And hmm. I guess, I guess that's think, the concern, isn't it? I'm just wondering, do you, do you think these stats are good? Like I'm looking at the last six game week stats mm-hmm. of these four players. Yeah. And I think these are, four, you know, we're comparing them against each other, but all yeah. four players I think have been, have been poor, right? So I'm looking at, at Jota being ahead of Mane and Firmino. I'm thinking, well, yeah, obviously Mane's having the worst season he's, he's ever had in the Premier League. Firmino is... Just a bit of a joke. It's this an enigma, point. isn't it? What's happened now? No idea. Yeah, yeah. So you know, you're really comparing Jota with Salah. They're mm. fairly similar on on this. But I'm looking at 18 shots over the last six game weeks and thinking that's not amazing for a for a Liverpool striker in theory. Five chances created. What one less than one chance a game? Also not not very good. I don't know. This this but tells me that Liverpool in general aren't a team to invest, well, aren't a team to have two attackers in. Well, it's the conversion rate that worries us uh, over recent matches. I mean, I, I, do, I just, this points out though that the gap between him and Salah is quite small and has been. And I, you know, I think it's no one's saying, oh, we've got to sell Salah for the money. And then yet he's doubled the price. Well, I, I get your point. Owning two Liverpool attackers is the concern because they're just not reliable. That, that's that's the yeah. problem with them, and and then yeah. we're looking at some Jota replacements here. I've got a table of names here that you can get. But what's interesting? This table shows midfielders under eight million, and it's sorted by minutes per xgi, non-penalty, and it's for the last six game weeks. And Jota is second. The player who's <laughs> top is Greenwood, who's the player you spotted. Greenwood's out Ooh, on top, three point zero six. He scored tonight. He did. I've been reliably informed. He did Came score, and he didn't start. So I, I do. That's, I mean, can't get any better than that. No, I, I do get get it that Greenwood is the alternative, particularly if Bruno is a player you're going to think about losing. Mm. Um, my my concern about Greenwood is a couple of concerns, I guess. I mean, the fact that he didn't play tonight perhaps indicates that there are the op- yeah, that it's not he's not certain to start every game. I mean, if they get to the Europa Cup final, which is looking odds on now, that's at the end of the season. So that's not, that shouldn't introduce rotation. But I presume that Cavani is going to start, he'll play a similar lineup, I think, to tonight. Cavani will probably start in that final. So he'll want to give Cavani some run outs between now and the end of the season. Well, he can do. He can play Greenwood on the right. Yeah, he could do. Yeah, he could do, but it does. That's why, that's why, that's why, that's why I think Greenwood is such a good pick because he, he either plays out of position up front or he plays on the right where right. he's effective as well. And do you think then he starts all the remaining games? 
well, it's it's you know it's, it's an impossible question to answer. You look at all the teams and you think are any of the players going to start? I think he's I think he's just got just as much a chance of starting as Jota does. Yeah, I was going to say they're quite similar, aren't they? I would say. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, Jota got hauled off after fifty eight minutes mm, in in the last game. Mm. Yeah, I don't I don't think you're getting a more secure player necessarily if you go Greenwood, but you are getting a player who's playing right up front in a team who are taking he takes his chances, right? He does. He's conversion I thought, rate I thought, stronger. I thought actually he 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 was he was decent against Leeds. He yeah. he wasn't clinical. He wasn't clinical, but he was getting the ball in good areas, he was having shots, he was trying to make things happen. He gave the ball away a few times and okay, some of his like link up play wasn't amazing, but forget all that. FPL wise, he's where you want him. For seven million, playing for one of the most attacking teams in the league, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy but with him. This is my I concern. Gonna, I think he's going to get a good. I think he's going to get a good score. This is my concern with United, and and it extends to the Bruno argument as well. That display against Leeds disappointed me, and made me think that maybe the intensity isn't going to be there for the rest of the season. And they look like they're going to make the European final now, right? And I think that's the prize. I think they've got second place sewn up. If they don't lose to mm. Leicester, which they've got coming up, they get a draw in that game. I mean, I think they've got second place anyway, as long as they don't lose to Leicester. So I, I do think that, and we've seen it in matches earlier in the season, that they can just manage their way through the remaining matches. They're not necessarily going to be firing three or four goals in. I mean, what we saw tonight was incredible. But Roma were wild open, wide, wide open. And United obviously motivate to win because it's Europa League and that's what they want, I think. Do we think we're going to get a fluid, bombastic attacking football from United over the final fixtures? Because I've got my doubt. Bombastic? I thought I'd throw that in. Shaggy. (laughs) Mr. Bombastic. What do you think? Uh, It wasn't me. uh, Well, you know, again, again, this is one of those things where you say they've got nothing to play for. Are they on the beach? Do they not try as hard? I, I kind of feel like in some ways with a team like United, it, it could actually make them take some of the pressure off and just make them a little bit more be. yep. expansive. Because we've, we've seen in quite a few games of United, especially in the, in the big games, you know, nil-nils, really low-scoring teams. In, in these games when, you know, against Liverpool and Chelsea and, and City and stuff, you know, they, they kind of, they go into their shell a bit and they're happy to kind of defend. But if they've pretty much got second place sorted... Why can't they let Pogba be a bit more expressive? Why can't they let Fernandez play a bit further up the pitch? You know, why can't they let Shaw bomb forward a bit more? I don't see why they would come back. You know, if say they were fighting for the top four and they were like two points off or something and they needed to grind out results, in some ways I'd be more worried about that. So no, is my answer. I'm not, I'm not too worried about but, it. I mean, they didn't show it against Leeds, did they? Because I mean, I'm... Uh, well, Leeds were good. Leeds, Leeds were, were good. really good. That, don't t- don't take it away from that. I, th- I thought I thought United played okay. Uh, they they were they were sloppy with with quite a, a lot of the possession they did, um, but and they they couldn't really create any clear cut chances. But I think that was down to Leeds putting in a really really resilient performance. So I, I I don't I don't think I don't think we should take it away away from Leeds too much. I, I thought, honestly I thought you know Leeds have had some good performances this season. I think that was their best. Because I didn't think I didn't think they could do that. I didn't think they had they had a game plan where they could really nullify um, a, a team like United. And you know, I predicted a, a high scoring game, and it was the complete opposite. So, I think I think this United Liverpool game is going to be low mm. scoring. But after that, I, I can I can see United getting some goals. Okay. Well, 
Mm, okay, I've got my doubts, but we'll see. I mean, I don't think we can take much out of the Liverpool it's game. Because it, is, it is a one-off, that Liverpool game. There's, a, there's always a rivalry there. And as we'll see in a minute, their approach to big six games has been quite disappointing. I just want to talk about a couple more names in this table because a few names have been bandied about this week as possible replacements for Yotta. And they're further down the table. And there's one that you picked out recently. I'll get to him in a moment. Sigurdsson, though. Sigurdsson has been discussed. If you Calvert-Lewin is a player that I've got to cover Everton on the double going into the, the non-blank as well. So they play, we think they're going to have a double 35 and, a, and they play in 36 as well. Good fixtures as well coming out of the, uh, of the double. Sigurdsson then is a potential replacement for Yotta if you don't want to go Calvert-Lewin. What do you think about him? Yeah, well, you talk about FPL legends mm. I think Sigurdsson comes close right when when he was at Swansea uh, oh he's in he was, for me he's in the Hall of Fame oh, for me yeah. he, he was just he was just brilliant he would just pull stuff out of the bag wouldn't he and it's kind of amazing he's still he's still in the Premier I don't know how old he is I feel like he's been around forever um, but yeah I, th- I think he, I think he's an option though. three well four four starts um, in a row he came off at 59 minutes in, in the first one uh, got two goals against Spurs I think he he probably is going to carry on starting um, but I do look at someone like Rodriguez and think he's probably who I go for even with the even mm. with the injuries right uh, I think as a punt like Sigurdsson's decent I don't think I'd be getting him myself but you could do worse so Zaha is a player I've heard you talk about mm. this week on that other pod you were on and um, you were speaking about him as if he would be the prospect you would look for if you were taking a risk going into 35? Well, again, it's out of position. It's a double and they've got Sheffield United. Yeah, I mean, I mean, let's just, let's have a look at the, the Krellin scenario for, for Crystal Palace, which is City this week. Obviously, you don't go in now, but 35, they've got Sheffield United and Southampton is what we think. That's what Ben feels is the likely outcome. And then they come out of that with home games against Villa and Arsenal. They're pretty good, mm. isn't it? Really good. I mean, it's like the Everton situation yeah. who have the double and then come out with Sheffield United and Wolves. So although we turned our nose up at, at, at Villa, Palace, Everton, Southampton, it's not too bad. If you don't go in heavy, if you go in with Calvert-Lewin and Zaha, you might, that's not too bad, is it? So you, No, exactly. That's exactly. And I mean, and Zaha, this is it, right? 28 years old. This is it. To me, if he's going to get a move to a top six side, which he's wanted for about the last, what, four years. This is his chance. Because, you know, if he's getting into the 29 and 30s, mm. he's going to start losing a bit of that pace. He's not going to be, he's not going to be as effective. So I, th- I think he, he, need, he needs to have a strong end to the season to have any chance of, of getting that move. And the days of him going for like 70, 80 million, you know, to Arsenal, I think are gone. But I think at this point, uh, a, what, a 25 million bid, 30 million bid? Might might be enough. Will be enough to get him. Yeah, he hasn't really continued on the trajectory that we saw a few seasons no. back at all, has he? Um, so, but I think for for risk to run in for the last few fixtures, he does. He, I, I like him. I like him. Yeah, I like him. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. Okay, let's get on to the Bruno question because this is this is the bigger one. But what I hinted at before is just looking at the short term and their approach to the Liverpool game. Um, because this is it, isn't it? It's, I know it goes beyond Liverpool. I know we've got the double potential double in 35. Um, and we'll look at that in a moment. But just going into this Liverpool game, and the question is, 
for me, is do I go Bruno to Son? Do I take Son into the Sheffield United at home game for Spurs? Or do I hold Bruno with the double in mind? And if I do, what can I expect out of him for the Liverpool game? Now, tonight, of course, he's gone and um, got two goals, two assists. Right, So he is, he is impressed. His output has been there. Um, now, that's not to say that he hasn't impressed in recent weeks. We'll look at some data in a minute that suggests there's been a decline. But his data has still been good relative to other players. And we don't doubt his ability and so on. But what we do doubt is United's um, form going into a big six tie. I mean, before the last two at City and Spurs, they'd scored one goal. And that was a Bruno penalty, I believe, <laughs> um, against big six sides. Well, did, did you know in, in all of Bruno's games, uh, he's not conceded, he's not scored or assisted a goal in open play? What, in those big six games? Mm. Yeah. So it was start fouled. Yeah, so their, their approach previous to the City and Spurs games was, reacting? was very <laughs> negative. That's the one I gave you. Yeah, I know. I'm well aware of that. <laughs> I thought you had something else. I thought, yeah. Did you roll that out in the show tonight? Mark, have you met me? Obviously yeah, not. <laughs> no. no. Um, yeah, I mean, exactly. But I mean, I think that's a symptom of the way United have approached those games. I don't think it's him being more negative in those games. It's just United's approach being one of containment and management. And yes, at City and Spurs, they won those games, but they were away from home. And United, you know, are hosting Liverpool. Um, and they're, you know, they've lost four times at Old Trafford. They've been formidable away, but have been vulnerable at home. And also, you know, there is the second leg of Roma. I mean, they've, they've put it in the bank tonight by the looks of it. So they're not going to be concerned about that. They're not going to rotate, I don't think, to any degree. Greenwood will start, Cavani will rest, but that's it. Bruno starts. But what do you think? How do you think United approach the Liverpool game cautiously mm. yeah <laughs> like, like they always do in, in these games I think you know I think they they will they will look at this Liverpool game and think you know we get a point in this we then play Leicester get a point in that yeah it's done isn't it we're second done <laughs> no, no 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 danger so it's the games around it that I'm I'm more I'm more kind of excited about I, I I would I really wouldn't be surprised if it was nil nil again. Mm. Well, look at the data in the table below versus the big six versus the rest, and you know, they're stronger in every department mm. against the rest, which you, you think was not surprising. They're playing lesser teams, um, but we've seen it with the eye test as well. Just their approach has been has been more negative. Um, let's look at. I think the I was just going to say sorry. The, the, I think the bigger question is how do Liverpool approach it? Yeah, because well, they, they've got a win, haven't dropping they? two points. Dropping two points against Newcastle is, is is unacceptable for 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 where they want to be. So they they've got to win, right? Does so, that open it up then for you? Does that mean that United will get more opportunities? It should do, right? It should do, but no, because I I don't think they will look to to exploit it. I think they'll be happy just to mm. contain and let Liverpool come at them and just defend and 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 see it out. I, I think that's how that game's going to go. I think the, the the question marks are more about if Liverpool can get a goal. Quite early, or if they can, if they can score, then what? Do, then what do United do? Because mm. then that that will create a bit of game. It's it's it, with these games. It's always about if a team can score in the first what 25, 30 minutes of the match, and if they can't, you're, you're just you're just going to get seen out to some yeah. crappy conclusion. And it, you know, it's, it's similar in the in that the Everton Arsenal match. That was a that was a game which which was just it had draw written all over it, right from right from the early early doors. You can tell, and then, can't you? you know, just. You can just tell. You can just mm. tell. And, and you know, this is the thing. Whenever United are in these games, I, I go into it full of like energy mm. and excitement and stuff. And I watch about 30 minutes 
And I'm just so deflated because I'm just like, well, this is just clearly going to be... Well, they'll build it up and they'll hype it. Like, they'll hype it big time. Bloody like Super they have. League. Imagine the Super League. Yeah. Every game would just be so dull. <laughs> but, well, okay, that's the way you see it here. I mean, the, the narrative this week has been, well, Bruno's numbers haven't declined. He's playing as well as he ever has. He just hasn't got the output. I look back to... He's got two returns since game week 26. So... I looked at data from 26 to now and looked at the game weeks up to 26 and just compared the data. And he has declined for all major indicators, uh, minutes per shot, minutes per shot in the box. The one in particular that's alarming is minutes per XG non-penalty. Game weeks 1 to 25, his minutes per XG non-penalty was 294. Game weeks 26 to 33, it was 932.5. I mean, it's ridiculous. Um, what on earth yeah so he hasn't (laughs) he hasn't got in positions or had opportunities with high XG basically if you take out penalties he just hasn't and he was doing that more frequently prior to that up to 25 so we've seen it with the eye test that he just seems that little bit more withdrawn is it down to Popper playing well Popper's played four of the games so maybe maybe it's down to that Um, do you um do you not think this agenda against Bruno, though, has been a bit dispelled tonight by his performance? Well, there is that. There is that because but I don't question his ability. I mean, he's, he's not a lesser player. He's just his role for United in recent matches has meant he's had less effect on the games, it seems. That's all it is. Now, that could change like that. I, but it see, depends I, I, on their I mean, approach, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, see, I, I, I didn't, I didn't watch the match tonight, so I, I can't really comment. But you, you've told me that it was yeah, a really the, open game. Oh yeah, Roma were wide open. I mean, United looked like they could pick them off every time they went yeah, out. Yeah, and it was, it was really interesting with with Ole's comments because he got in trouble, didn't he? Because he said something mm, like, "Oh, never heard of them. Um, <laughs> I never heard. Yeah, I, I never heard of them or something like that." Um, in some ways, it kind of makes me think that he, I think he kind of targeted someone's like, "Okay, this should be a, a fairly routine win. Let's just let's just go at it." Whereas I think in the in the Premier League, he he, he can be a bit more. He can be a bit more cautious, and it's two sides to Bruno, isn't it? It's it's if if he says to Bruno, go and really and dictate higher up the pitch and, and do what you want, then then you've got a player who is one of the best in the league for doing that. But he is also effective at, at playing deep and, and making sure they're safe and secure and all, and all this kind of stuff. Because I mean, they've I think because they had so, so many kind of well, because I think that Spurs result was 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 a big turning point because. I think Ole said, well, we can't have that again. Bloody mm. hell, we can't lose. We can't concede five or six. I mean, what's the score in that game? I can't even remember. 6-1, was seven, wasn't it? Two, six, six, one, was it? Yeah. I don't know. Let's go yeah, back that's, and you know, that's, that, that, is, that is crazy. Yeah, 6-1. So, yeah. Yeah. So there, there, I think there is a, a sense that he, he, he kind of uses Bruno to, to manage games more. And it makes sense. I, I, don't, I don't disagree with that. It's not, it's not great for FPL-wise, but it's good, it's good tactics, right? Everyone, everyone slates Ole. Mm. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He's done a good job again this season. So his goal involvement, this is a stat not on this table, but from game weeks 1 to 25, Fernandez, his goal involvement was 51%. So when on the pitch, involved in 51% of United's goals. From 26 to 33, it's been 20%. So again, yeah. it's, not, it's not a story. It's not a narrative. These are facts. These, this is data showing that there's been a Quite drop in his influence. Well, yeah, I'll get the sheets out. But, <laughs> it does um, see it that's out. a very good point, yeah. Um, yeah, um, but so he, but the trouble is, I, I, I don't doubt that he can really hurt us if we sell him. I no doubt. It's whatsoever. that double, isn't it? It's oh, the it's double. A, if it, he didn't have a double, it would be the easiest sale. I think the double just gives that slight 
element of well, this is it. I mean, yeah. well, I mean, as a fear anyway, but more the, the thing is, 127k have sold him when I last checked. So lots of sale. I think he's the most sold player who isn't flagged, right? So lots of moving that way. You've talked about doing it. You've probably put your colours to the mast tonight on the show, so you can't possibly go back. That would be. Oh, I'm selling him. Okay. Right. I'm selling him. Yeah, yeah. I, See, I, I'm, I am I'm still firmly on the fence, but by, I guess by the end of the show, I might be convinced. But. Yeah, it is the double. And what the problem is, Game Week 35, if it turns out as Ben expects, then United have Villa and Leicester. Now, I'm not saying they're brilliant fixtures, but in Game Week 35, who's your captain? Who's your captain amongst those double Game Week players? If you don't have Bruno, you've got Greenwood. So would you go Ianacho? What? Well, Newcastle and United? Newcastle at home. Yeah, and United away. Yeah, but... Or, or Zaha. Well, yeah, if you get Zaha, yeah. Or Calvert-Lewin. There's options. There is options. I mean, you, would you not go Greenwood, though, if you have him? A Villa and Leicester? I guess you wouldn't because he might get rested in one, yeah. So, I mean, maybe. I mean, I, I, had, I did consider Greenwood um, this week. I, I think I sent you my, um, my team, didn't I? And I agreed with mm. Captain. And then you were like, really? And I was like, I'm scared now. <laughs> I changed the trend, which it was, was even worse. But yeah, I mean, I mean maybe. I, I, don't think, I don't think necessarily that Villa away and, and Leicester at home is a must-captain the United player. In, in those games, it has to be Fernandez or whatever. I do, I do wonder as well. I mean, I, I did wonder before this Roma game whether Bruno might get a rest in that Villa match. Um, probably what, after the Roma game, after the second leg, he, yeah, possibly. Oh, was it after the second leg? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the second yeah, leg after maybe, Liverpool. Right? Yeah, yeah. So he would have, he would have played. He would have played a lot because mm. he, he definitely he played tonight. Obviously, he played Liverpool. You know, then plays Roma again. It's, I don't know. I mean, mm. I mean, possibly. Maybe it's, maybe he does get maybe gets a rest at Roma now. Maybe no, I can't see it. I don't. Know. I think he could miss that Villa game. Yeah, I mean, of the remaining matches, Bruno may get a rest in one of them. I mean, I think Wes said that on the, on Double the pod I was on earlier. But yeah, possibly. I. But it is a concern. The captaincy in that game week now is a problem to me because I would have to go a Calvert Lewin, or I'd have to go. I haven't got a Chelsea attacker, so they've got. You know, they would be a good bet. No, I'd have to go Iheanacho. Yeah. I guess so. I think I think is I think is in actually that week. Mm. I think you know Newcastle home. I know I know attacking wise, they're they're strong, but I I, I fancy Leicester to to score in that. Um, and United away, he he he's just he's just in that form where, where he could he could he could get something against anyone. Mm. And, and the issue, I think, he, I think he's the play. The issue, of course, is obviously United do blank in thirty six, so you don't get an extra fixture. But obviously, the ploy would be I wouldn't get Son in this week. I'd forego Son against Sheffield United. I'd keep Bruno for the double and then I'd I'd sell him after that. Um, if I keep Bruno though, I think I've got five players who blank in 36, but one of them is the keeper. So I can play Sanchez. But it's not disastrous. So I could, you know, I could still go into 36, I think, with a full 11 if I kept oh, Bruno. I forgot about the blank. Oh, I've yeah. got Mendy, haven't I? Yeah. Yeah. Down to no goalkeeper oh, that's again. That's coming back in then. That's all right. Yeah. Um, so, and I, don't, I want to avoid taking hits really. But if I do sell Bruno, I can do Alonso to Dina and then get Dina for West Ham Villa and then Sheffield United moves out that, which looks like I quite like that. So I have more Con, options. Con, Conrad, Conrad says in the chat there's two days between Villa and Leicester mm. for United. Mm. So if Bruno plays against Roma, surely the sensible time to rest him is against Villa. Yeah, because Leicester's the game they want to they get the point in, right? 
and they think they'll yeah they'll have enough. Could be the lesser spotted Van der Beek get a game at uh, a Villa maybe. God, I feel so sorry for yeah, him. Yeah, God, yeah. He doesn't deserve. Oh, Fred yeah. doesn't deserve to be there. No, I think Fred's <laughs> been quite consistent to be honest. I think he's been alright. Yeah. But Van der Beek's uh, not had okay. a, as a squeak, has he? Not at all. Um, so Van yeah, der Beek it, hasn't had a squeak. Was no, that deliberate? Uh, no, kind of. No. So it, 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 it is a concern for me because um, once he's gone, Bruno, he's gone because I've got 0-5. I lose 0-5 on him and I couldn't afford mm. to get him back. So it's 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 goodbye if I sell him. It's not it's not an option to get him back. Going 37 is scary. Or home to Fulham? Yeah, possibly. Yeah. But... Uh, the way I look, I mean, I wouldn't captain him in that game week. There are I, other than thirty-five, he wouldn't be my captain anywhere. But the double does cast. But the trouble is, of course, we don't know that double's confirmed yet. So I wonder whether I'm going to go into tomorrow going, "Yeah, I'm selling him," and then the fixtures will come out at three o'clock or whenever, and I'll be like, "Oh no, the last few hours are going to be agony, aren't they?" Um, yeah. So I'm. So you're very much committed. Then you, it's done, is it? You haven't made a transfer yet, but that's what you're doing. Well, I want Son. Mm. I just, I just want, I want Son for the Sheffield United. And for the Sheffield United game, and I didn't really want to sell Son, but this was always the plan to move to move him out and then and then kind of bring him back in. Um, I think I think the United Liverpool game is going to be low scoring. You know, I, I still need to kind of attack things until the end of the season and, and try and find a a bit of a, a difference when I can. And I look at a player like Bruno, and this is how I like to use EO. You know, I look at someone like Bruno, ridiculously high ownership, difficult game against Liverpool, out of form. I've got Greenwood in place, so it's not mm, like I'm so going without any right. United players. Cover and all that. And I think Greenwood genuinely is, is a really good option. Uh, and I'm, I'm looking at Spurs' fixtures and thinking, I want, I want Kane and Son for Sheffield United and for Wolves, definitely. The Leeds game is tricky, but, you know, we have been to see what, what kind of Mason does. So, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to get Son back. One thing that could play on your mind here, it certainly did mine, I was thinking about the Bruno penalty factor. He hasn't had a penalty for a while. Obviously, tonight he got one in Europa League, which was a really soft one, to be honest, I thought. But anyway, Liverpool conceded eight penalties this season. Only West Brom have conceded more. Just putting it out there. And again, it's going to be Fabinho and Kabak, right? Because I think Phillips is, is still out. It's not a great... <laughs> it's not a great defense. I mean, look, how, how, could, how can a team that, that won the Champions League um, play, you know, the next season play against Newcastle and get so lucky with, with that with that goal and then 30 seconds later concede a goal. Like, that is just... Calamitous doesn't even they begin They were all to over cover. the place. They were all over the place. The minute they put under pressure, they were ridiculous. all over the place. And that's, that's... So I do fear getting rid of him. I, I, do, I do think it's down to United's approach. I, don't, I think they will take a point and I think, I hope, that leads to a low-scoring game. Mm. Um, I, I've I've gone for a surprising result, but I, I get your point about Son, right, and not a need in him, right? Let's look at this data because this this is what points to it. So we looked at United versus the Big Six, right, and the, not the Big Six, the Six as we call them. We won't call them the Big Six anymore. We don't want to flatter them. Um, <laughs> Kane and Son versus the non-Big Six or the rest, right, effectively. So are are Kane and Son flat track bullies? What we've got here are the top performing players against the non-Big Six. Kane out in front. 28 goal involvements in 21 starts against teams outside the Big Six. Incredible. That's why that's, you know, that's why he's got to be captain. You might have some doubts about it, but that's, that, yeah. that makes it difficult, doesn't it, not to captain him. 
But Son isn't bad either. Son's fifth on this table. 16 returns against the non-Big Six in 21 games. So these two players we have seen all season systematically take apart weaker teams. And then you've got a scenario where Sheffield United arrive in town having been relegated. Yeah. And, and, and that's what's and, behind it, is it? Well, and, and Sheffield United, I think, have got the worst um, defensive stats as well, I think. Um, or, or close to being at the bottom, at least. Yeah, over the um, season, um, in terms of big chances conceded, they're only... No, they are the worst. Yeah, big chances conceded, they're the worst defence yeah. in the league. Um, so they will concede opportunities. You can expect Spurs to get two to three big chances. Well, I think I think, I think the last four is is flattering them because of Brighton letting them play. Um, yeah, yeah. They're, 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 just, they're just a poor team. Like they're, they're, just a, they're just a poor team. And, and if, then if Spurs turn up, there's, there's no reason why they can't score four or five. And, and Kane will be involved because he always is. He's, he's, if, if, you're not, if you're not doing Vardy to Kane this week and, you're not, and you haven't got another plan to get Kane in, I fear for you. Mm. Yeah, I, I, there were a lot of good managers who made that switch. And, and I, I could see the logic because they, he had, they have more, Leicester yeah, had more so fixtures, right? Better and more fixtures. But... And we know his fitness. Like he could, he could have been. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I agree with you. I think I'd be very. I mean, I'm nervous about selling Bruno. I'd be even more nervous about not having Kane. Um, do I need Son in that game? I don't know if I do. I, I I'm not totally convinced. But I, I think after tonight, I'm almost more likely to do it because I think there'll be other managers holding Fernandez and not having Son who will keep Fernandez now because of what we saw. But you, you can't equate the output in the Europa League tie to what he's going to get against mm. Liverpool or even in the double. There's no doubt if you look at the league output, it has been a bit, well, more than disappointing, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not completely writing Bruno off. Like I said, I think no, you can't. The, the, the Leeds game was, was down to Leeds playing well. Mm. I think Bruno's stats have been okay. You know, he's, he's one of the best players in the league. I wouldn't be surprised if if he got some hauls, but at the same time, it's just it's just about trying to find that trying to find that way of of going against someone. And do I think Bruno is going to hit a a massive haul between now and the end of the season? A no. B do I care that much? I'm not going to captain him. Mm. I don't think many people are going to captain him. It's, it's maybe that double where we're going to yeah. see quite high captaincy for him. But if he does end up blanking in those, then that that helps, right? Because we're going to go for for different players and, and get more of a boost from it if he does. So. Again, it's, it's you know this is the thing you can, you can be fearful of a player, but with the fear comes greater reward if they do blank. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I I think I'm still in the camp that I will make the move because it does give me the money to be more flexible going into the double as well. So I think we're, I we're getting a, a few com- getting a few comments in the chat because we haven't mentioned Gareth Bale. What are right. your thoughts on Gareth? Um, I I was right about him. He didn't start. More started. With Kane yeah. and Son. So I, I don't think he plays every game. And it's as simple as that. If I was sure he started every match, then he'd be a factor. But I think Mora deserves his place in that team. And I think if that's the case, Bale will get, what, they've got six matches left, five matches left. He'll get three starts maybe. But do you want to invest in a player who's not going to start every I game? Just, I, don't I, know. Can't, I, can't, I can't understand the logic. Like You've, you've got Kane. Way? Mm. Well, you've, you've got Kane. No, sorry, not against you. I can't understand the logic of getting Bale, right? You've mm. got Kane locked mm. in. You've got Son, consistent, plays 
really well, maybe playing more central as well. Mm, yeah, maybe. Ryan Mays, That's know. a theory there. But then, yeah. So what are you going to do? Put Bale with those two and go three Spurs attackers? Surely not. No, are you, you going to go Bale over Kane or Son? Why? Like, why? Like, no. There's no... There's no logic. There's no logical reason to to go for Bell over either of those two players. And no. if you do, and you, you 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 know you want to take a punt and you want to break into the top ten, or whatever, like go for it. But you can't expect us to say Bale is superior to those two or should be a trio with the three of them in your team because we'd be crazy to say that. Yeah, and and also we are, as we said earlier, uncertain what we're getting out of a Mason team as well, right? We fit. We you know he, he's he's picked passers, right? He picked Winks. He picked the Celso. He's indicating he wants more enterprising, open attacking football by doing that. Right? He's not, he's not picked two defensive midfielders, and he's not shoring things up. At City, you, you've got to take that game and not judge mm. them on that. We'll see how they approach Sheffield United. I hope they approach that game with, we're going to attack, we're going to go for goals, we're going to try and get a positive result, and from that, try and spring ball to push the top four. Still, they've yeah. got to, haven't they? That's what I hope. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I hope so. Well, I, don't, I, don't, I still, I still, I still wouldn't trust three Spurs attackers. No, no, no. I and I, and I definitely, I definitely wouldn't go bail over Son. No, no, no. I don't think there's there's a need to. I don't think he's he's there. And it's unfortunate he's his season's going to fizzle out. I think, and then we're not going to see him again. Um, what happens to Bale from this point? No idea. But I don't think he'd be at Spurs mm. next season. So, yeah, no. Um, he surely goes. Surely goes to China, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, or America. Yeah. Um. So when I was on. Wolfpod, Mode said to me, oh, so have you started looking at next season, the promoted teams? And I was like, no, why would I do that? And he was like, oh, I really fancy this player. And, this player. and, he, and he made me feel a, a little bit inadequate, actually. He didn't, he didn't do that to you, I noticed. He was, yeah. But so I, I thought well, to myself... Twins, so, so yeah, true. <laughs> so I thought to myself, I ought to do a little bit of research on the fact that Watford have been promoted, of course. Norwich have been promoted. Congratulations to both clubs. Oh, They're back. Nice. Teams we know very well. So I got on to... Have you heard of Gaffer? Gafford. Yep. Yep, you have, right. The championship. Yes, uh, yes. Basketball. Yep. Yes, so www. It's a championship FBL, effectively. Mm-hmm. So I got in touch with those guys and they helped me out with some data because I wanted to see what Norwich and Watford were going to give us. And these are familiar names in the table here. Um, and so what they've done is come up with approximate FBL points without bonus for championship players. So we, so we can see Norwich and and um, Norwich and uh, Watford players relative to the other championship performers. Tima Puki, a player we know so well. 25 goals, four assists Your this favorite. season. Yeah. Now, my question to you, you know what I'm going to ask. Would you go there again, having been burnt last time? I, I like yes. a promoted striker. <laughs> you would, would you? So do I. I love a promoted striker. Mm. Yeah, I, I think I would. I, I like the idea of Pookie again. Uh, he'll be kindly priced. He'll come in at around six million. He's got pens, of course. And Norwich, we expect them to be better prepared this time. So I think I would be tempted again. Juan Dia. Juan Dia. Oh, look yeah. at him. 14 goals, 17 assists, approximately 186 points without bonus. He is a key pass king. His bonus points would be massive. I mean, he's effectively a De Bruyne, Stoke Fernandes. If he gets an assist, he's getting bonus in a Norwich win, right? What do you think? But he was, he, he was, he was always this. He was this the last time they got promoted. But he didn't have any output, did he? That's the thing. But then he went in the Premier League and they never played him. Yeah. Well, 
They start. So what? He's dropped to the championship, and he's is he is he just one of these players who, who looks really good in the championship but can't make it in the Premier well, League? That's it. But look at Pereira. You you were big on Pereira. You backed him early on. If you'd have stuck with him, if you'd have done a ghost ship to, if you'd taken your hands off your team, you'd, I don't know what you'd have now. Maybe you'd be doing even better. But Pereira would be your, <laughs> mate, your Pereira would be flying for you, right? So you were right about Pereira. Let's get that straight. Thank so you. Why can't, yeah. Why, yeah, why can't Bondia do it? Well, he, he can. I, I just, it's the same manager, right? It's mm. the same, it's the same manager who's used him in the Premier League and when they needed goals and they needed points, he didn't trust him. And I just, I just think, I, I just think it's interesting. I think I, I always thought he was their star man, and uh, you know him and Pookie, I thought could could be the catalyst to save them because they, they to me were the most talented, creative players mm. in, in the team. You know, you have got Brendia threading balls to Pookie, who slots them in, a great partnership, and, and Brendia just wouldn't start. And I, I just, I just found it really surprising. So maybe he's found a new kind of like way of unlocking him in the same way that Allardyce has with Pereira because Pereira was, was ineffective right for, for West Brom for most of the season and now he's playing in that number 10 role which I can't understand why he wasn't earlier um, on pens you know creating chances in, in the same way he's, he's made that step up so I'd, I'd love to see Buendia step up but I'd, I'd, I wouldn't be getting him from the start oh okay I, I like I mean obviously competition for places in midfield are going to be strong it'll be about pricing It'll be about whoever's in that bracket. I normally there have a, a player. There is strike. a player on this list I like, though, a lot. Ismail Asar. Mm. Mm. I don't know how they've kept him. No, it's crazy. Because <laughs> he, he's, he's a raw talent, but there is no question in there is a a top class player. Um, I'd, start, I'd, start, I'd, start, I'd start if he came in around six. I'd start with him. All right, would you? Interesting, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Because what well, he delivered, didn't he? he yeah, he did. He, d- he did look a threat. Yeah. Yeah, and and what he's got is, I mean, Wendia is trickery, is technique, right? You can shut that down. Yeah. Saar is pace, just blistering pace, mm. and that's harder to to stop. So, yeah, I'm with you, and it's interesting. I, I it's just encouraging looking at this. Max Aaron's had a fine season, uh, mm. two goals, three assists, eighteen clean sheets. Who knows? And they're obviously not going to come up and get eighteen clean sheets, are they? But Max Evans is still there and he, he, he could be a factor. No doubt Pookie, Buendia and Saar are going to be on our radars, right? And you, So you're favouring Saar. I, I, I'm kind of with you. Yeah. Pookie, well, I think, will be in for me. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting as well, isn't it, that I'd, I'd say sort of five or six years ago, these players would have been poached. They would have been long mm. gone. Mm. It's interesting that they're now getting a bit more, you know, clubs are being able to say, no, you're staying. I mean, I'm sure there would have been bids for Saar and Buendia. Mm. Especially Buendia. I mean, Buendia not trusting the Premier League. There must have been clubs from from other countries saying, "Well, we'll take a pun you. We think you we think you're great, and you obviously don't have the the trust of the manager over there, the same manager." And well, it's it's either him saying, "No, I want to stay and play in the championship," or it's the manager saying, "I don't know how they kept him." Is mm. is, is basically my point. But the fact they have, I think, shows that the drop down to the championship, I don't think, is the absolute killer that it used to be. And it's, it's it, you know, it's the parachute payments and and all that kind of stuff. Um, so it's. Not surprising when a team just bounces bounces straight back up. I really would like Brentford to, to go up. Well, Tony, look at him. 29 goals, yeah. 13 assists. I mean, he's not going to do that in the Premier League, but he's obviously Actually, a player no, who t- can score and create. I'll tell you what I hope. I hope Brentford don't go up and Brighton sign him. Is he a Brighton signing? Because if we got Ivan Tony, we would, we would be a, a threat next year, I think. 
I think I think a threat, he, he would be probably, a threat. A threat. Well, you'd be a threat, but a threat to what? A threat to what? The top ten? Oi. What would you be a threat to? Oi, we've got we've got the third best defensive stats in the league all season. That, that, yes. So that, you, you're that means saying we're finishing third if we get Ivan Tony. You, you would deliver on your XG if you had Tony up front. I reckon I reckon we get top ten if we if we if we got a decent striker who could actually finish chances. We're definitely I can't see any reason why we couldn't spot. finish top ten. This is what you said. You we're definitely scoring against West Brom. Classic quote. Yeah. Well, classic quote. But I was right. Yeah. Well, I wasn't. Well, right. I was wrong. You did. But you I was you right did score. It was disallowed. Okay. Yeah. I was like... <laughs> now I found also think... it shows that we need a striker, right? Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, surely that's on the list. Perfect. He would. Yeah. I mean, he stepped up to the championship and and done it for them. So it's good though. I look at this list and think there's some prospects. Right. There's some prospects yeah, coming yeah. up. It's good. And it's names we know as well. What's encouraging is it's it's players who are returning to the Premier League having already had a taste of it as well. So you look at Saar, Pukki and, and Brendan and think that's got to hold them in good stead, right? It's, mm. not, it's not a new thing for them. Like they know what they've got to do. They know how much they've got to raise it. So it's encouraging that we're getting those players back. So interesting. Well, thanks to the gaffer for that day. So we're going to check in with that, obviously, in the summer as well, uh, at the end of that's the really season. That's really nice. Well, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I thought we'd do that. Different. Yeah. Uh, predictions, not a lot has changed. I'm still 30 points ahead, but we had a poor week, didn't we? It was oh a my stinker. God, yeah. Let's, let's get over this quickly. We only got three scores, right? Didn't we? Something like that. Three outcomes we got, yeah, correct? That's bad. Don't know what happened. Don't know what happened. But I mean, I'm lucky. I'm still just under fifty percent. You're forty. Yeah, I need. To, I need to. I want. I want. I want to finish around fifty percent. So I'm a little bit under where I. Where yeah. I want to be. Let's see what we got this week. We won't go into too much detail, but we'll go through them quickly. Southampton Leicester. We haven't gone nine nil. Neither has have done that. Um, you've gone three one. I've gone the two nil. I think with Ings out, I just don't know if Southampton have got a goal in them. Mm. That's my trouble there. But both predicting that City, I've gone three 0 You've gone the two. Is I don't think there's any question there. I mean, they're going to rotate. They're going to have a very different team out, but it'll be too strong for Palace, I think. So that's fair enough. This is an interesting one. You've gone a nil nil there. Brighton leads. Well, look at no last 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 prediction I got. Could have saved you your, your yeah. uh, no your yeah. bench boost. <laughs> yeah. I just think we can't see each other out. Mm. I think I think it's going to be the kind of game I've seen from Leeds that they. I, you know they've had they've had tough games and Rafinha's out mm. and I just wonder if they're they're kind of trying a bit of a system which is just kind of defend and and see games out and and don't look to play really open expansive matches and you know I predicted a really low scoring game in the last couple of matches and I, I do genuinely think these two these two teams are are well evenly matched on their day and and I think it will I think it'll be an entertaining game but. I just think it's going to be kind of a low-scoring one, nil-nil or, or maybe one-one. Um, I, don't, I don't think either team has got enough to to win it. I think I think they're quite evenly matched. I've gone for a Leeds win. I think they'll do a job on you. I I, I like Leeds really? at the moment. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I think did that last time. Look what happened. That's true. But yeah, you know, they're on a pitch this time that's level and not going to make them fall <laughs> over. So that was nice terrible. Pitch, that was terrible to watch the that game. I remember that. I had the bench boost. I had three Leeds players, oh. and I oh my god. Lost the double. I nearly didn't just I? said Leeds aren't going to win 2 0. And then I thought, you're just going to put that in a bloody soundbite. <laughs> Honestly, you're, you're giving me a, a complex with this technology. Oh, yeah, you've it got. wasn't me who put it up on Twitter, made a meme out of it. I didn't do that, did I? That was, that was your well, friend. You, you, yeah, so but you were, you were, you were, you were, yeah, but you were integral. I was to retweeting that it. Existing. <laughs> <laughs> I did enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Everton, uh, no, sorry, Chelsea Fulham. They've gone wins here. You've gone for the free and heavy win. Just, yeah. It's just going to be. I, I don't. I don't know what team Chelsea are going to put out. It's probably going to be a weakened team. But Fulham, 
you know, they had a brief spell of looking like they could they could maybe claw their way out, and I just don't think they've got it in them. It's a shame, isn't it? So I, I, feel, I, feel, lose. I feel for Parker a bit. No, it's, it's not a shame. No? It's definitely right. not a shame, because it would have been bright and got dragged into it. So, no, it's not a shame. Okay. I'm really glad. I mean, Havertz, you've got to but... fancy Havertz, then. If you're going 3-0, Havertz is going to start, you'd think, wouldn't you? You're not fancy him in this? I mean, maybe, maybe Giroud or Abraham will start, maybe. There's, there's differentials <sighs> in that game, right? Marcus, Havertz come on, is, tell me Havertz. Marcus Alonso is on the end of one of those... Havertz is dead to me. Is he? Alonso, Alonso will play, and I am quite jealous of you having him in this mm, game. I like it. Mm. Yeah. But I said that the last time, and he went off after what, just over the hour. <laughs> he just about got the two points. Oh, God. Please let him get some. No, he's, 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 a strong, he's a strong option. I Captain? think so. Well, I wouldn't, you know, I'd, I'd consider it, maybe. I, I'm, I'm not even joking. No, like, I know, I know. It's the sort of thing Luke would do, right? Hmm? I'd be tempted. Uh, Everton Villa, you've gone a classic nil-nil for the eight o'clock game on Saturday. Uh, I've gone for a one eleven. I've I've done that mainly because I got Calvert Lewin and I couldn't face yeah. not predicting a goal for Everton. Uh, I do think they'll win. I do think they'll win. Um, you? Yeah, they're at home. I don't, they're I awful. I don't, though, I don't think either team's got <laughs> got anything good about them. Like Villa were just a bit deflated and dead without Grealish and Everton are crap at home. They are crap at home, but... Nil-nil. I don't understand it. Ancelotti's their manager. They've got all their players fit. I know. Surely they're going to click. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's just one of those mysteries, isn't it? I don't understand it either. Well, I'm, I'm going to back them. Newcastle, I've gone a 2-1 win. You've gone a 1-all. You've got a 2-1 Newcastle. Wow. I do, yeah. I think they'll win. I mean, Arsenal come out of the European tie beaten up a bit. They've got the second leg. Their minds are going to be on that. Mm. Newcastle, with a win, would seal it, right? They're safe. We're probably safe anyway, but that'll seal it. And, I, you know, we saw the data earlier. Newcastle, the best attacking team over the last four. I know. I'm going with that. United, I think Liverpool. they'll get something, but I don't, I don't think they have enough to win. Look at this one. I've gone Liverpool away win. I just, I do fancy them here. I do. I, I, I think the danger for United is they will approach it with a bit of a negative. We'll hold this. We'll take the point. And that'll... Trip them up. I think if United went into it going, we want three points, we're going to beat them. I'd think otherwise, but I do think they'll approach it cautiously, and I think they'll get picked off. So I've gone a Liverpool win. You've gone a one all. I've gone a one all in hope because I actually think it's going to be a nil nil. Mm, could be, but I'm hoping that it's not. I, uh, I, I, just, I think United would be happy with a draw. And I think Liverpool, I don't, I don't know if they have enough. I think, I mean, Liverpool have got to I'm get the win. I'm just sick of backing right? Liverpool. Every week I back Liverpool and every week they disappoint me. And I'm just looking at a way trip at United and I'm just thinking, oh, I can't, I just can't, I can't be asked. But back it would again. be typical, wouldn't it, for Liverpool Surprise to Surprise me. I've got three Liverpool players. Go on. But yeah, but it would be typical for them <laughs> to not beat Newcastle at home and yet turn up at Old Trafford and get a result. I, I think that could happen easily. But Salah is always shut down by Luke Shaw. That's my worry. He never gets anything out of Luke Shaw. So, and I, I think I just, Jota will play. Right? I just hate Thiago. You keep on about this Thiago <laughs> not, thing. Not as a person. I'm sure he's lovely. But as a, as a player in that Liverpool team, I just... Uh, I, 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 I said this, what, 20 weeks ago? I know. That, yeah. that, that I didn't think Thiago was a good fit. He has, I haven't seen him have a good game. Have you seen I, him have a good I game? I thought he had a good game against Newcastle. He was the fault. Could be a lot went through him. I think he had a decent game. 
He's, I, I get it, right? He's, he doesn't... What he adds to that Liverpool team is perhaps what they didn't need. They didn't need that person who could slow it down and be like the... I think it's affected every here game, there, isn't he? I think it's affected every game he's played. I don't. Mm. I just don't think they're, they're they're as good a team when he plays. No, I get it because they're not as direct. They're not. As, they're not hitting the channels quickly with Mane and Salah with him in the team. It's clear, and I think that has hampered them. They don't get it forward enough quickly enough. When they do, they look more effective. But yeah, I, I think is I. I think the problem is as well is I think it's quite easy for Thiago to look a good player in a game like Newcastle. Because he's a very, very classy pass for the ball. He, you know, he, there was he's, a lot he's, of space he's obviously, in that game. He's obviously got all that, all, all that stuff in him. But mm. I, I just look at him, and when they had like a, a midfield, you know, with one Alderman and Henderson and stuff, and it's it's just direct and it's just quick and it's energy and it's bringing the ball forward and it's you know it, it just encourages players to overlap and, and and things. And it's one thing just to be able to like stick some pass around. Like for City, I think he'd be, I think he'd be maybe player of the season. It'd be, it'd be, you know, he'd be pinging balls left and right, and they'd be keeping the ball and they'd be closing teams up. That's not how Liverpool play. I'm not, mm. I'm not doubting Thiago's quality. As no, a player. I get it. I get it. I, I don't. I just don't think he works in that team. It I reminded me of when Newcastle signed a Spear, and we, you know, they had yeah. they had a magic former, and they threw a Spear, and you think, well, class player, world class player, he is going to help them win the title, and he came in, completely disrupted the dynamic of the team, and I think Thiago, to an extent, has been like that, Liverpool. You can't put your finger on it, but he has, he slows things down and they're encouraged to play through him rather than direct to the flanks. And I think that's... No goals, no assists all season, mm, Thiago. Yeah. But you've, that, you've knocked him all season. You've given him a bash in all season. And, you know. You can even do a soundbite now and I still feel no, no, vindicated. No, no, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, it's fine. Um, Spurs, Sheffield United, I've gone big. You've gone 2-0, Lawrenson. I've gone, I've gone big. <laughs> I've gone 4-0. I, yeah, let's go for it. I'm going for it. You know, I, I think, I mean, anything could happen in this game. It depends on Sheffield United's approach. They could rotate. They could play kids. Who knows what they're going to do? It's an unknown. But I think Spurs, hopefully, will raise it after the final and go, let's finish the season well. So that's what I'm going with. West Brom Wolves. Yeah. It's a derby, but would it have any passion? I mean, you've gone a West Brom win. I've gone a West Brom win 1-0. You've gone 2-1. Pereira. Lively. I mean, you always go for a West Brom win. I don't know what's... I know I do. I went West Brom win at Leicester, didn't I? That was a shocker, (laughs) wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, like Wolves, they can't can't defend like that. Mm. They'll get relegated next year. Are you going to start Cody? I I I have to. Mm. I have to at the moment. Um, We'll talk about our team in a second, but Mm. I'm, I'm going to, but I don't have any faith in him. Mm. I, I'm I'm really really strongly looking at moving in for Dallas and mm. there's a part of me that wants to do it this week but it'd be for a hit because I'm going to do the Son move um, and it might it might even be worth it but I think I might I might just give him the West Brom game and just hope that they sort themselves out but I don't have any I don't have any faith in him no and finally Burnley West Ham I've gone for a goal glutter too all I think mm, West Ham concede yeah so do I but they have got the threat. I think they've got enough guile. Bowen I quite like as a player and Lingard, I mean, there was talk that he's injured, but I, I mean, I think the West Ham ex-employee has confirmed that he's fit. And so he starts, he was in the scout picks as well, heavily backed. Let's see if he can get, I mean, my fear with Lingard is if he blanks again, people are like, oh, here we go, regression. There we go. The model said so. And now it's happening. Um, I, I worry about that. So I hope he gets a return so we can shut that argument down. 
Um, but yeah, it's every chance that he will get shut out. But I fancy him to get something. So there we go. Let's hopefully we'll do better this week than we've done. Some different, some different results. Week. Yeah, I just, we varied it up a bit. Uh, so the captaincy. <laughs> game week 35 in the Matrix is the one that's pretty much worthless because until we get these fixtures, we don't know what we're going to take into that game. If it was single game weeks, Salah at home to Southampton or Kane at Leeds is probably what we go with, but that's going to be scrapped. But the point here beyond that is that, you know, you can get rid of Bruno and apart from 35, if they do get the double, you're not going to look to him again, I don't think. You might possibly for 37, Fulham at home. But personally, I'm looking at Lingard or Athena maybe if I have to push in that game Ooh. week. I think it's a good game week to push the captain to see that one. This is what you hinted at on the FPL show earlier. Mm. Your differential picks. So that, that, yeah, like week, that week, I wouldn't go Fernandes at home to Fulham. I think I would go something different. There's a lot of options that week. I like 37 because I think it's going to be mm. a split for the captaincy there. Some will go Salah at Burnley. Kane at home to Villa. But I think there's some good other options as Wilson, well. My mate Wilson. Yeah. Not bad. Sheffield United at home. Yep, he's on there. He's on there as a differential. And yeah, that's got to be worth a look as well as a differential. And then 38, all bets are off. 38's always a crazy week. And the trouble is we don't... These fixtures could be flipped right around. That's the other thing, right? We hope we find mm. out tomorrow if that's the case. So the matrix is not that valuable at the moment because of the state of flux <laughs> that we're in. That's good. <laughs> yeah, it is. But it's the point. Way to sell it. it. Yeah. Well, it's the trouble though. The, the end of the season, we're so uncertain. We're sitting here waiting for those fixtures. But this week is clear. Um, and this data for the season and for the last four game weeks, again, underlines Kane's clause. Cause? Cause, yes. As the top captain pick. Last four game weeks. Minutes per XGI non-penalty. He's the top-rated player, even ahead of Ian Acho. Um, 79.6. Way out in front. Uh, so his data is strong. It's been very strong recently. And, yeah, it's hard to argue, isn't it, against Kane? Would you ever take a punt in this scenario? Would I know Ian Acho's a decent option. But would you dare take a punt in this, in this game week? No. No. Sorry, I'd, I'd, lo- I'd love to say... That, that this is the time to do it. And I'd love to, you know, I, I you know, I, I do think there his fitness is, is a, is a slight issue. And I, I do wonder a bit about how fit he actually is. But when you look at this data and you look at his goal involvement, you look at his goal involvement against these, these lower teams playing the worst team in the league. It just feels like it's just overthinking it mm. at, at this stage. And I, I do think he actually could do well against Southampton. I do think they could, they could win that game fairly comfortably. I do think he's in great form, but Kane is the best striker in the league, playing the worst team in the league with good stats. Mm, I mean, last four game weeks, minutes per point, 10, which is stronger than Iheanacho. Minutes per shot, 17.9, which is stronger than Iheanacho. Even over the last four, he's, his data is stronger than Iheanacho. That's surprising. But, you know, it's four goals. If, 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 if Iheanacho blanks against Southampton, you'd be like, oh, you know, she's blacked against Everton. It's about it time. Was, he it was coming. The yeah. game. Yeah. It was coming, Papa. Mm. If Kane blanks at home against Sheffield United, you're like, what the hell has just happened? We've seen it before, though. He has done this to, he has let us down when the fixture points to return. Yeah, yeah. Well, like Car- Cardiff, was it last season? I think he, he, he played home. He was really heavily bat. Loads of people got him in. Um, people were getting him in for like minus eights and everything. And then mm. he blanked. Like, of, course, of course it can happen. I just think, you know, you. you t- he, he banged four goals in that game and you'd be like, well, yeah, it was Kane against Sheffield United. Mm, yeah. <laughs> obviously, he, obviously, he's got four goals. Mm. It's, I, 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 
You could, I think there's, like you've said, there's, there's opportunities to, to target and, and to be a bit different. And personally, I, I don't think this is, a, this is the week to do that. Chris Wood? Not with the captain. Chris Wood, oh. captain? No? He, can, he can bugger off. <laughs> um, yeah, and I mean, the defences suggest it as well. Over the season, Sheffield United are the weakest defence of the candidate opposition on show here. Um, so that backs it up as well. I mean, over the last four, they've improved. But as you said, one of those was Brighton. And yeah, maybe that's maybe that skewed their data a bit. It's surprising to see West Ham's defence has struggled over the last four, according to this date, which is, you know, I think there's a return in it for Chris Wood. Mm. I think, I think, I think Joe's going to get another return. I think David's going to have a return. Um, so I, I, I predicted two all, and I think there's something in it for them. Okay. Um, let's look at our team, shall we? So yeah. no dilemmas for you. This is what you're going in with. Do you want to read through it for the podcast? Uh, yeah. So Mindy and Goal, home to Fulham. Uh, Trent, Castagna, Cody, Rudiger. Uh, Salah Fernandez, Greenwood, Lingard, Kane captain, Iadacho. Sorry, really boring. At least Greenwood gives it a little bit of an edge now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then on my bench, I've got four. So I'm benching Jota at the moment uh, and holding and, and Davis. Uh, I'm going to do Fernandez to Son. Uh, that's 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 going to happen. I, w- I do want to target this Chelsea United game. Uh, I think I'll give Cody the, the West Brom game, but then look to move him for Dallas. I, you know, if, if I do Fernandez to Son, I've actually I've already got two million, I think, in, in the bank. So if I do that, I'm going to have about five million. <laughs> so I can afford to um, upgrade a few. But then I'm looking at my team, thinking, well, who do I upgrade? Like I'm happy with Ianacho over Vardy. Uh, I've got Salah and Kane in place. I kind of don't really know what I'm going to do with the money, but mm. I guess at least it's there. So yeah, that's it. Any, you, any, um... any thoughts? Well, I think Yotta's going to come on for Rudiger if he doesn't get the start. Rudiger's not yeah. going to come on off the bench, is he, if he doesn't yeah, get the start. Not... So, in Jota first sub, kind of. So, right, take that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if Jota yeah. will start. I think he will. I mean, Firmino's record against United is pretty miserable. I did have this. Firmino hasn't scored a single goal versus United in the last nine outings. Um, so, I think it could be Jota in for Firmino in that game. I mean, he did have a poor game. He missed chances, but then Firmino was pretty awful and mm. I, I, I do think Yotta is the catalyst for them I think he is getting opportunities and we've seen him take them in previous matches and I think he'll start so I think it's not too bad having Yotta coming on for you do you by the way do you plan hits for 35 would you take hits to get double gaming players in if they don't blank in 36 days I guess you wouldn't do it yeah yeah I'd, I'd, I'd consider it I'd you know I'd, I'd love a double game week as, as much as anyone um, mm. I think the the blanks worry me a little bit if and you know when you've got like Keenan Davis <laughs> and Rob Holding as your kind of main bench options then it, I think it restricts you a little bit more because if there is that blank I don't really want to have to call on them if if I have to um, but yeah I'm, I'm looking at the likes of Zaha or, or Calvert-Lewin um, there isn't I'm not overly enamoured by anyone massively. So I don't think it's going to be like a minus eight or a minus 12, but mm. there might be, there might be a couple of little, little punts I want to take. Yeah. Yeah. I minus guess it wouldn't be too bad. I guess we've got to wait and see what we get. Um, so my team, I'm going in with Mendy, Alonso, Dallas, Rudiger, Trent, Salah, Lingard, Fernandez, Iheanacho, Calvert-Lewin, Kane, Captain, and Fernandez to some would probably be the transfer at the moment. So if, uh, I think Alonso starts, Rudiger, if he doesn't start, I get Jota off the bench as well. Um, I might, I mean, 
I could I could do the whole oh let's start Athena just in case, but I think I think it's 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 a certainty that he doesn't play. So that's what I'll go with. I'm at I mean I look at it and think Alonso and Calvert Lewin are my differentials. Right? So I've got a couple of players mm-hmm. like you with Greenwood. I think, well, they're the ones I'm really cheering for. If they come in, it's gonna be a green arrow and it makes me feel better. It's not too template, moderately template. Um so it means I can go Kane captain and not with no guilty conscience. Doubling up on Spurs, though. Yeah, I, I'm I'm optimistic about this game week, but yeah, it's the hope that kills you, as, as James Richardson said to me you're earlier looking, today. You're looking, you're looking strong. Yeah, I, I thought Dallas I mean, Alonso is nice. Yeah, Dallas is nice. I like Dallas at Brighton. I think there could be something in it for him there. And Alonso, well, he, all he does <laughs> is give you optimism, but mm, I don't know. We'll see. It's his last game for me before he goes to Dino anyway. So there we go. Um, I'm probably 70-30 doing the Fernandes to Son move, I think. Yeah. I think I've got to go for it. I'm probably 90-10. Well, we'll see. Um, I'll try and tweet my team Any, out. any price rises tonight? Do, can we leave it till tomorrow? I, I'm going to leave it. Don't worry about the price rise. leave it. Yeah, yeah. So I'll try and put my team out. Son's before. going up tonight. Is he? Mm, okay. That won't tempt me to do it. Nah, I don't need to worry about money at this point. Um, I'll put our teams out hopefully before three o'clock. Are you doing this boycott as well? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Scatter, scatter behind it. Yeah, yeah. that's happening. Um, yeah, yeah. There's, they're, they're moving some of the like, because you know, they do like press conference tweets and stuff. That's all moving before yeah. uh, the blackout. And yeah, I won't be, I won't be on Twitter. It's one of those ones, I, I, I do get the kind of arguments against it. I do kind of think, you know, the, the ESL comes out and says, you know, the ESL comes, there's riots in the streets and all this. And then for racism, it's kind of, well, let's all be quiet for a couple mm. of days. Mm. I, I, I kind of, I think it's good to make a statement. So I'm, I'm happy to support it. I, I don't want it just to be a kind of tick, tick in the box Suggestion. exercise, yeah. Yeah. you know? And, and I think if, if, if it just if, if things just carry on like they are afterwards, then there obviously needs to be a much bigger uproar about it. Hopefully, it can just be a sign that people aren't happy and that things need to change. Mm. Um, I, I question whether it, it will be the case. Yeah, but I'd ra- I'd rather do it and, and show support to something that I really believe in rather than not do it. Yeah, absolutely. Sense. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and it'll be nice and quiet over the weekend as a result uh, in the FBL community. But um, yeah. I think there's going to be a lot of support for it, of course. Right. So it's just the smash up. Before we do the smash likes, um, a mention of uh, our friend Pete Wilkins, friend of the show. He's through to the last 32, as. He's got, he, he's, he can go for a fitting for the white suit at this rate. Book the open tough bus. He's on his last 32 of the cup. Yeah, he's got a tough Tyler. I've looked at the teams he's play, the team he's playing, in a very similar lineup. So trouble is, he was asking. He wasn't asking for tips, but I was trying not to give him tips because I don't want to oh, influence you, his decision. You stay out of it. I know. I, I, said, I said to him, don't <laughs> listen to me, right? Because I was like, oh, Alonso, cheeky pump, maybe. And I was like, oh, why did I say that to him? That could be the worst advice ever, couldn't it? But yeah, so we're cheering Pete as he goes into the last 32. Aria Das as well, who's the guy on Twitter you wish luck. He is also yeah, yeah. through. So it, oh, wouldn't it be amazing. marvelous if they met in the final? final? It would be awesome. Oh, yeah. that's but, yeah. the dream. It is the dream. Uh, and just to mention The Apprentice again, we're still taking, uh, let's bring up the screen actually, we're still taking, of course, uh, candidates in our search for the Black Box Apprentice. 
Um, loads of interest. We have got loads, loads of, of interest, but I, I think in particular, I would like, I would like a dad. I really would like a dad. I, so I, I think at this stage, I've got mine sorted. Yes. So just to, just to be clear, I think I have maybe the perfect apprentice for, for what well, I you, want. You could Mark say that. Wants I, think a dad. My, I think mine is going to be the perfect apprentice, but we'll see. Well, yes. <laughs> Mark wants a dad. Though. I do. I do. So uh, any dads that want to get involved in this should, should apply. And when I say a dad, I mean Mark. a dad of an FBL player, probably. So if your dad is into football, never played FBL, yeah. volunteer him. Mail us at apprentice at fblblackbox.com with the details. And then I think the combination of the two that, you know, a dad with your candidate would be a good combination, I think. Me too. Because we'll have quite a few differences between the candidates and I think it'll be really interesting the experiment that we're going to go on together. The journey. I love that journey word. That's what, <laughs> for reality TV, we can use the journey word. It's, it's perfectly fine. Absolutely. Do you want to do the smash and likes? Yeah, so that there won't be a Q&A tonight uh, oh, no, because I need to go to bed. Very late. Very late. <laughs> and it's midnight. I mean, we got we had fifteen hundred watching, which is amazing. Uh, you know, at near midnight for fifteen hundred people to be watching. So, thank you everyone that's that's watched and and subbed and liked. If you could all hit the like button right now, there's still fourteen hundred of you watching. So, I'll just pause for a few seconds while you all hit the like button, just to give you a few seconds. There's the, there's the sub animation just going up there. Lovely. There is. Nice. Uh, yeah, make sure you're all uh, subscribed to the channel so you get notifications. Like, you know, it was a bit late tonight. You wouldn't have known unless you'd been subscribed, maybe. Uh, you know, that it started. So it's good to do that. Um, but yeah, thanks. And we will see you next week. Yeah, absolutely. Always. Did you see as well that I'm threatening to do a live stream on the final day if me and Andy are still close? There's, I think there's six points in it between me and Andy at the moment. So you know, let's talk, not, not no, let's talk Andy. my twin. No, not, oh, not, wow. not mode. Oh. Let's let's leave mode on, out so, of this, right? It's so going to be an argument. This way. Yeah. would be would be you and Mr. Slippers. Me and Mr. Slippers doing going, a live well, stream of your point. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. I want to make it happen. Oh. Yeah, I will. I, I, I will. I, I don't. I'm, I'm not invited, but I don't want to take part. I just want to watch. Be lively, that wouldn't sounds, it? That sounds fantastic. So yeah, I'm, I'm all, hoping I'm the gap is narrow going into the final. We can do that. We can get it on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, our following against his 150,000, it's no contest, is it? It's, it's, a, it's a good night for me. Good night, everyone. Thanks for watching. Podcast Network.